1: The Sports, leader, aka Beard Lebowski, aka Jeremiah Maxwell, and with him as always, maybe Perlo, Wisdom, and Rico in Barry. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to NHL Nightly, presented by Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeremiah Maxwell, aka The Sports Beard. With me as always, maybe is Rico. We are expecting Perlo at some point, but our special guest from Chicklet's name, Game Notes fame. And Colby Armstrong's best
2: friend now,
0: Dave Singer. Singsy, baby. What's Thank up, buddy? You. How are you doing? Doing good, boys. Thanks for having me, man. I always watch you guys. You know, it's on a little bit late for me, but I always check in from time to time. And, uh, yeah, it's it's great to be here. And if I like the Colby shout-out, he'll appreciate that.
1: No, I did that in the thing. I knew, uh, you know, it was very much tongue-in-cheek, Singsy. Oh, but yeah. But, um. You know, Perlo and Rico are big uh, gambling aficionados. That's a big part of our show. And you're you're really into that world. I don't get to do it much here because of laws and stuff, but we'll we're figuring some ways around it. Oh, I forgot occupancy too, man. Occupancy is supposed to be on. I I must have forgot to send him the link. Uh, but I will send him the link. Our friend occupancy and uh and um um California he's also a big uh, Gambler good dude he's a New York guy though he's an Islanders Fan and we had him One on uh, They beat they, you
0: know, they beat uh, The Maple Leafs Yeah great win and I was Going to say
1: as a gambling prop Rico listens to this show every day and I do because I'm friends with Nick Kiprios a little bit And Nick has a show every day on Sportsnet 590 called Real Kipper And Born he hosts with Justin he's Born Great and I love that guy his producer, Sammy McKee, today said, Ingval plus 400, guaranteed he scores a goal. And, of course, he I got took it. It. Did you have a
3: goal-scoring prop on Ingval? Oh, Engvall?
4: yeah. Oh, All right. plus 360 on Ingval to score. It's so oh, funny, here's right? our bad I to see my bad,
1: I did not send that. It's my fault. But Rico hit a goal-scoring prop tonight. All right, Rico nice. hit a goal. <laughs> That's our oh, thing. Okay. Anyway. Um, and we got some people in the chat. Thank you for coming out. Uh, Hey, Singsy, I really appreciate you watching and share the show. We're just getting started. Um, I'm really putting the full, the full rift into this. Cause you know, my wife makes all the money now. I just live off my retirement. <laughs>
0: <It's your arm laughs> and, candy.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm arm candy. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, she'll, she'll say that she's, she's sweet to me, but, um, you know, uh, I have nothing but time to commit to the game of hockey. We've, other than shoveling snow this year, <laughs> because we've gotten over a hundred inches. Uh, I've just been watching hockey, and tonight is no exception. I watch both games, uh, and I'm watching the Beanpot tournament. I caught a little bit of Northeastern and uh, and Boston, uh, excuse me, Harvard. And right now we have BU versus BC, which is if you're a hockey fan, you need to watch those. So. Uh, definitely uh check those out uh, obviously Macklin Celebrini plays for Boston University and you know you've got a bunch of U.S. Uh, kids on there so so how you been doing man how's your uh how was your Christmas how was your holidays how was all that stuff
0: yeah I did everything was great I took the uh, grandkid to Disney you know that was the big one now <laughs> Disney World did you go down there for the
1: Solar Bears event with the Pink Whitney thing or
0: you know my timing invariably sucks so and I went. I we booked the trip, and then I hear about the Solar Bears thing, and I'm like, man, I should tack on like a day or two. But I, I but I'm super busy at work too. So I was like, I can't do it. So I was actually I texted a little bit with G, and he's like, Are you in Orlando? I'm like, Dude, I'm literally getting ready to get on an airplane. And he and uh, they had just arrived, so yeah. I missed okay, so open. you were
1: leaving as it. they were coming. Okay,
0: I watched it though. That was great content. That was hilarious. Did you guys see? uh you know that, that shooting competition, and I mean, they looked. Uh, they, they they didn't make one.
1: Uh, having gone to a couple of those
0: Chicklet events, I met up with them in
1: um, Tampa for the Frozen Four. Those guys are so great, and in fact, the Tampa one, it was just Merles, Colby, and and uh, and and G, and uh, it wasn't Biz or all the big. It was which was actually better because Biz and Wit bring like the thralls of millions. Now, when I went to the Chicklets Cup in Vegas, that was awesome. There wasn't a crapload of people there, and that was really cool. I've heard the Buffalo ones are insane. Um, I really want to get a ball hockey team together where I'm a manager because I'm not a good enough skater. But Rico plays still in men's league. Get an old timey league and, and compete because it costs about twenty five hundred bucks. But if you get ten guys on your team, that's only like two hundred fifty bucks a piece. So I don't know occupancy. Did you do you do you skate?
2: Yeah, I played a uh, varsity. Uh, yeah, for, so so we got to get you on that years.
1: team before you move overseas. <laughs> yeah,
2: if if we move overseas, it's still up in the works. But I'd love to play. I mean, it's been a while, but if you need a attendee, I can uh, strap on the pads and.
1: Oh, well, dude, that's the move. guy. That's the thing we need always. Is a tender is always the hard thing to find, right? So, yeah. well, well, let's get into a little bit of the NHL news, and then I I really wanted Singzi to come on and talk a little bit of his gambling strategies and stuff that he does. The trends he's looking for, we'll preview the eight games we have tomorrow um, because that's what we do. But there was a lot of news coming out of um, the all-star break here. First and foremost, the Four Nations Cup. Next year, there will be no all-star game. We're going to have U.S., Canada, Sweden, and Finland. I'm a little disappointed. We're not going to see Czechia, Germany russia yeah,
0: needed like an all other team and the russians right which of course they can't play that would have been six and been perfect yeah
4: no kucherov no pasternak like pasternak's voices pissed it's off gonna be in
0: Boston too right I know. so it's crazy with
1: like chara his country's not going to be represented
0: yeah, uh you know what they could have done they could have done something creative And maybe told each of the team, like, that's your primary. And then each team, like a draft, gets two from whomever isn't represented in the Four Nations. That way, you're going to get a pot. Someone's going to pick pasta. Someone's going to pick, you know, name a guy, you know, for sure. And they'll get picked. It's not the same necessarily, but it's maybe a little better. Uh, you know, this is a crazy
1: times we live in, man. I, you know, you just, I wish there wasn't wars going on. Of course, you know, bulk of my career in the military, we, we saw that. It'd be nice to have a little bit of peace in our time. We seem to cannot figure it out as a, as a human race. But, um, I you know, basically what Saravelli and other people have reported is that Sweden and Finland wouldn't have participated if uh, Russia wasn't there. You know, how many great Russians compared to great Finnish players are in the league? I don't know. I mean, Ovi's on the backstretch, but Panarin's having maybe the best year of his career. Kucherov, I know people are giving him shit like he didn't try, but like I just I just think he wasn't that big of a fan of the of the, the skills, you know. So, uh we'll uh we'll see. I you know, and then um yeah, I mean, what do you guys think for Nations Cup?
4: Well, Kucherov doesn't even look like he tries in a real game, never mind just missing maybe the first couple passes and he probably checked out and he's 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 in the barn in Toronto as well too. So, you know, the fans get a little bit chirpy about it and then next thing you know, he's not trying, not giving a crap and I mean... To hear to hear those reports of him losing heart Trophy votes over it was absolutely ridiculous. But, yeah, that's. Bullshit. I mean, the guy doesn't look like he tries half the time. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's for the kids, it's for the growth of the game. So if you if you don't want to be there, throw in a Braden Point, maybe a hometown Stamkos or something like that. If you know before, then you're just not going to go a little bit balls out, especially in the skills, and just put a show on, go back and sit down, and move on to the next guy. I mean,
1: we're getting somebody mixing something in the background. Well, making cocktails. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think that was, I think it's uh, our main man, Perlo. So, just to get an a interview for everybody,
0: Singsy's in, in New Jersey, correct? You live in the. No, I live in uh, Northern Virginia. I grew up in Jersey. I'm okay. Fan of, I, I, I live just south of D.C. That, that
1: makes so much more sense now, Singsy, knowing in my head kind of what I think you do for. Yeah, uh, a living post-retirement. Um Perlo's in Edmonton. Occupancy's in San Jose. Yeah, just mute yourself if you got background noise, uh, Perlo. And then Rico's in Barrie, Ontario, obviously. So uh um yeah, just when you need to talk, you can unmute yourself. No big deal. It's a it's a it's an easy thing. Uh, uh, uh n- no big deal there. Um so, or is it me? I don't know. Where are we getting noise? Anyway, B U B C still going third period, 3-1 BU. BU finally gonna beat BC, it looks like this year. Um, for the bean pot to go to the finals. Uh, that's really interesting. If you get a chance to check that out, there's a lot of great uh draft capital that's on that team and some soon to be. I think Macklin Celebrini slacking for Macklin or whatever is supposed to be the the number one uh
0: pick in the draft uh have you gotten to see him play at all Singzi? a little bit you know i watched him in some in the world juniors i watched a bunch of that um, which is you know it's phenomenal seeing the kid on with the full shield you know and then um obviously watches a little bit of college hockey not as much as you know nhl but i definitely checked in with the top guys um he, he is something else i'm telling you Bedard is incredible celebrini is mcdavid He's gonna have that kind of impact. Oh, you, know, you think Bedard, he's that good, huh? Oh yeah, wow. he, he, he's gonna be better than Bedard, big time. Oh, sure.
1: yeah. Wow, that's um, that's high praise. Wow, uh, um, he has two goals tonight, by the way. So uh, we'll see. High. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I didn't see it in the World Juniors, but um, uh, because you know, like Bedard took over, but you know, also I feel like sometimes we judge these guys differently, uh you know, they, they physically mature at different rates. You know, this being in the military, you see guys, they come in, you're like, that guy's not going to make it five years from now. He's a stud. And then yeah. you think a guy that's going to make it, doesn't make it, you know, he ends up having injuries or whatever. So, um, our main man, hot take hockey in, he says, no chance. He doesn't agree with you. Uh, check out hot take hockey. If you haven't checked him out, he's uh, he's great. He's a big, he big time leaf fan, which, you know, we don't have any, we have no shortage of those on the internet, but, um, but uh, he's a great guy and uh,
0: um big yeah, fan I think, of I John. Think I'll take you around. That, that's cool. Hey, I'll, I'll take that pushback. Talk to me in three years. We'll see uh, celebrating in Bedard what the trajectories look like. I,
1: I wanted to say, since we're talking about the All Star game in the weekend and, and the, with the Four Nations Cup, which leads into the we're going to have Olympics in 2026, which is awesome. Obviously, no All Star game next year, which is awesome. Um, I lost my train of thought. I apologize. We were talking about. Um, Oh, Bedard, uh, you know, I remember Ronick breaking his jaw and playing like two minutes later and Bedard looked fine at the all-star game. So is he yeah. going to be in, is he going to be in for Chicago? Like he didn't look like he wasn't, he was talking. They interviewed him. He, he, he spent the night talking to Crosby and shit. I, 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 he's got to be ready to play. Right. What do you, what do you guys, what do you think?
2: I mean, I, I, yeah. I could hop in. I mean, uh. I think he can't risk going in right now. Um, He's got a long career ahead of him and any double injury or something where you re injure something that it it, it could be really bad. So I think the fact that he's taking this time off in a rebuilding year um, is okay. But the issue I had with Bedard um, was the conversations over the summer and you're hearing Connor McDavid comparisons and the kid hasn't stepped foot in an NHL game yet. And, you know, I know that the player development program, um, you know, there's a reason why these kids top three, top five, first round picks get, you know, this type of spotlight and all this, but you know, it's like, it's like, I'd still take like so many NHLers who are mid 30 goal, a 30 goal scorer in the NHL to me, who's put up 30 in an NHL season. I'd rather have on my team than Bedard. At the end of the day, because he hasn't proven it, um, so it's just I, I just don't like how how a lot of these young kids get get talked about before they step foot in a pro game.
1: They do yeah, put a I'm lot sure. of pressure on these kids
0: before yeah, they that's become. A fair point, I, I you know I think the thing with Bedard though, and and I hear you on the the projections. You know, we all we all kind of make them, but he was so special, he was so different. I mean, you know, it's like the Gretzky's and the McDavid's and the Bedard's and the Celebrini's, like when they come around and to a lesser degree, even Jack Hughes, right? Overall, one, and Matthews, definitely. Year. Yeah, Matthews. I mean, you just know these guys are like rocket ships, so you can't help but compare them. So I would say I'd rather have a young Bedard even, even over like a standard 30-goal, you know, type of guy. It's Bedard, man. You're going to have – I mean, like, yeah. like, here's the thing for me.
1: I'm a devil. Yeah, he's special. Uh, and the next kid is this Gavin McKenna kid that plays up here close to Alaska, and I think the Northwest, he's kind of from the same area as uh, um the kid from Buffalo. I uh, help me out, Perlo. Dylan Cousins,
2: yeah, cousins.
0: But when you get when you get that guy in your team, when you have like Jack, like our the devils forever, we were like, whatever, the devils. Now that we have Hughes. It just feels different. Every single yeah. game is like an event because you got – and,
2: and most of them turn out to be great. And and if you know what their career is going to be. But, I mean, you draft Neil Yakupov, um, and then, you know, you get something like that or, or a couple Lough other guys. Don't yeah. By Yakupov, the way, a
3: lot of
2: – Sorry, Perlo.
3: Yakupov was not liked by a lot of teams, though. A lot of teams. In yeah, fact, Brian Burke said Yakupov was the worst interview he had ever had, and it was a no go as soon as he interviewed him. His scout wanted to strangle the dude. So, yeah, we... like, you're that Yakupov is not a thing. Like, that whole draft was horrible. What did you have for anybody in that draft, really? Uh, so, in fact, Brian Burke said that they said that when he picked Riley, he picked the best team in the draft, and everybody laughed at him, and he did. He's the best player in the draft, and he did. Was that
1: 2012?
3: Him. That was the same draft as, as Galchenyuk, Murray, Yakupov, all of those guys. Like yeah. That. I think they picked Look that at
0: The he, was like seven or something, right?
3: It was so five, uh, I think. Five. Five,
0: yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I don't play. agree Ampest, with you.
1: Lenholm went six. He's a pretty good player.
3: That uh, worked out well. Tom Wilson's in that draft. Up. Tom Wilson. Yeah, in that, but that draft. was later. I'm talking about in like the top seven, eight, or whatever. Right, know.
1: but if you redid so that we, draft, Tom Wilson would be a top five pick.
3: Probably, yeah. Pasternak. So would Thomas Hurdle. So
1: is, would Andre Vasilevsky.
4: Well, you can't yeah, say that. Go back he, to the 0-3 draft, and we can even start talking about that all night. No, all I know, everybody. but Chandler
1: Stevenson yeah. went 77th overall. He's won a couple of cups. I'm just saying, you know, like that happens.
3: That's a yeah, good I
1: mean. Right. That's how your teams if are made. Like, Washington had drafted Phillips, Merck, Tom Wilson, and Chandler Stevenson. If that you're draft. looking
3: at, if you're looking at scout projections, there wasn't really anybody in the top of that draft that did well. Singzi, I don't agree. Celebrini is not as good as Bedard. Not, not even close. You'd He's good. Bedard's really better. Bad. But oh, yeah. He's All great. We're looking in Western
1: Canada. Got to see a lot of Bedard too. By the way, four-one BU. Uh, I don't know if Celebrini got the hat trick.
2: Uh, I have to check the box score there. Um, what surprised me? I to... saw the roster beard on that game, and Will Smith uh, Sharks was second liner. I thought he was like this top prospect. He's uh, on the second line there.
4: Yeah, no,
1: he, he is, is a top is. prospect though. Is I mean, not playing also with we were saying uh,
4: what. Is Celebrity not playing with pro and Leonard? Oh no, um, I mean Will Smith. Is Will Smith not playing with Leonard and Uh, Perot on the line? uh
1: It's it's been Leonard, Perot and Cutter Gauthier
4: mm.
1: on that line. Anyway, um, no, Singzi, I appreciate the. I you know, listen, man, you've watched a lot of hockey. Uh, I definitely have seen a lot of Devils games over the years because of Scotty Gomez. You know, I was at the bar when he won the cup for the New Jersey Devils in 2000. They brought it in. I've said this a bunch on this show. Um, I definitely think Jack Hughes is a special player, but I'm I am a nervous with him. I wanted to ask you since, uh, and, and I want to talk about a couple other things around the NHL. But um, he's been having some injury problems the last couple of years, and and that's been a little bit disappointing because he's definitely over a hundred point a guy. And I honestly think his brother Luke might be the best of all three of them, which is saying something for the kind of year that Quinn is having with Vancouver. Um, they look incredible. Um, what are your thoughts there with being a diehard devil? So I definitely want to talk a little bit about the devils and, and I know you follow them pretty regularly and you guys, you've been to a couple games this year. I've seen some, uh, yeah. you know, you've been up there. Uh, they're just not what they were last year. Um, is it is it just as simple as they're missing Matheson or not Matheson, um, Severson and uh, Graves? Is that are those guys bigger losses than they could fill and just or what's the uh, it's the goaltending.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know, it's definitely kind of all of the above. It, it's funny. The last two games I was at, I was at the game where Bedard got his jaw broken. Uh, I was at that game and that's the same game Jack Hughes got hurt in, you know, so I was literally sitting right in front of Jack when his injury happened and and it was a real chippy game after Bedard got hurt. I don't know how it looked on TV, but man, there was all kinds of little mini battles and checks and sticks going where they shouldn't go and guys after the fact and, and even Jack got into it because I think, uh, was going after him too. So he kind of checked him. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, and uh, threw him down. And then Jack turned around, hit the ice, and his shoulder popped out. So, you know, is he fragile? (sighs) You know, the the first shoulder industry injury, he got kind of dumped. And then this one, they're both kind of fluky. Uh, So I'm starting to worry a little bit. He's not, you know, a guy that's that's proven that he can play a full season without getting hurt. And you you lose your superstar. That's one thing. Now to get to your other point, and then you're down, Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, you know, we just lost Siegenthaler with a broken foot. You know, we've had all kinds of injuries. He sure has been in and out of the lineup. Yeah, that's now bad. We now we lose McLeod. Right, different situation, but still, it's a, it's an important cog from a hockey yeah. perspective. Only you're not card. getting him back. I don't think. Not getting him back, and you know, Severson, You know, I had a little bit of love hate with Damon. A wonderful guy, by the way. If you ever have a chance to meet him, he's just salted the earth. I think he's a sasky boy, actually. Uh, really good guy. Uh, but, man, he would make some fucking boneheaded plays sometimes. You're like, dude, you know, just flipping the puck across the crease and stuff. Just crazy stuff. Um, so, I don't know if we miss him that much. I think, really, we miss Dougie Hamilton. That's the one piece that, that no one's really talking about still. But, man, you lose Dougie Hamilton for now three months already. It hurts. Yeah. Are you Are you not getting him back before the playoffs? You know, I think the timetable looks like April-ish. So it could be for the playoffs. Um, frankly, I think Nemich has stepped up and played great. Luke's played really well, but he's you know, these are young kids. So if we could get Dougie back, and I don't know, maybe Seagantfaller too. I heard his broken foot wasn't that bad. So he could get he could be back potentially. Right. You know, because the goaltending's brutal, man. The goaltending's just awful.
1: Yeah, I was really hoping Akira Schmead would find his form. I know Perlo's a big fan of Schmeed, and he thought Vanacek should have been out earlier uh, last year that Schmeed was the better guy. Uh, I, I, I'm i kind of surprised they're not calling Calgary and being like, hey, we already made a pretty good deal for Toffoli, and Sharon Govich is working out really well for them. How about forking over Markstrom, which I just think would he's actually played really well in spite of Calgary not yeah. being great, and maybe – maybe if you throw in a bunch of stuff, a prospect and I'm not saying Simone Nemich, but like, you know, maybe you get Noah Hannafin out of there too um, and uh, you could throw him in because, um, you know, nothing against Dougie Hamilton, but I just, I just don't see him as the top D on a winning Stanley cup team, you know, and I know that's what you're going to need from him at this. But I, I think because of his age and where he's at in his career, I just don't know that he needs to be the guy there for the uh for the devils. What are your thoughts there? Yeah,
0: you know, I I am a huge Dougie Hamilton fan. Okay, um, you know he, he definitely gets taught caught, you know, in the offense a little too too frequently and you know, it leaves some spaces and some gaps. He needs to be paired with the right guy. Um, uh, like I really liked him and Ryan Graves together. I thought uh I mean not Graves with Seagan Fowler, I thought that really worked well um but when you when they paired him with these young guys that don't you know mind the gaps and make up for dougie's defensive weaknesses it gets ugly pretty quick but if you get a real stay-at-home defenseman you know that really is alert for dougie you know being out of position because he's trying to score it, it works
1: yeah no i mean i thought too like he was great in carolina um Oh, BU just closed it to four to two. Uh,
0: uh, I BU was... tonight. Full disclosure. Oh, I'm sorry. BU is up four to two. Yeah, I got so, BC rather. BC. Yeah, BC. Yeah, well, BC has
1: beaten them three times. I heard Kobe Cohen today on Daily Faceoff. Uh Schamberger scored. Gentry Schamberger first goal of the season. By the way, what a great name. Hockey players have the greatest effing names in the world by far. Um, from Charlie Kalabsky to a- a- Andre Athanasiu. And we got all A to Z all the way covered. What were you going to say, Rico? Say something.
4: Oh, nothing. That Fontaine guy. That's the first time I heard his name. And like, what what was his first name? Gunnar Wolf. Gunnar Wolf. Gunner Fontaine. Wolf
1: Fontaine. Yeah, buddy. I can't wait view. for him to be tearing it up in the NHL. Legend. He seems like a third line guy on a winning team.
2: Um. On the on the on the Hamilton thing, Beard, can I step in for a second? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, please. Um, Singsy, my my dad's a Jersey guy, so uh, I grew up in a split household, being a Devils and an Islanders fan over there. But uh, oh, man, got to go
0: a lot, a lot of therapy going on now because of that. Yeah, yeah at we least got, he to, got go... to see some
1: Stanley Cups with the well,
2: Devils, though. Got to go to you know uh, exit sixteen off the Turnpike and go to the old stadium there for a yeah. couple games. Um, and just grew up watching Brodor and Eliage, Arnott, you know, those guys, Sikora, that whole team, Breland. It's just amazing, like, those teams. Um, so definitely have some close ties to Jersey. I mean, I, I love that. But, uh, you know, Hamilton, I make, I make the argument like, okay, you want to talk about, like, offensive who def- are liabilities on defense. So what about Eric Carlson, right? But the difference between Carlson and Hamilton is that Hamilton's actually got some size in there. So he can right. push some bodies out where Carlson, Whoa. Carlson can get out muscled pretty easily down in the crease. So I mean, I'd almost rather have a Hamilton out there who he's getting five, six shots a game, game winners too. I mean, sometimes like when, well, he, when he's really. Rolling. I can't
1: disagree with you, Occupancy, on that. I I would much rather have Hamilton than Carlson. I don't hate Eric Carlson, but uh, no, no, no,
2: and Carlson's great. I mean, he's a great winger back there, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think Hamilton with a stay-at-home defenseman, like was said. You know, Siegenthaler is supposed to be that guy, block shots. You know, he's not really a threat on offense. But 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 Hamilton getting paired with those young guys, you know, is not great. Um, but I think the you know, I think New Jersey's really missing. Like they built their team around these key pieces being healthy. So when when they're not. Um, yeah, and you have liabilities in the in the crease. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be tough, but I think you know, like we were saying, Hughes generational talent, maybe two generational talents there. So in this uh, you know race for the wild card too, I mean I think they could uh, be right in it t- till the end is if they get hot. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I,
0: I agree. And and you actually, Beard, had mentioned earlier, where where are we going to be? You know, Jack Hughes skated today, right, in a Mount Contact jersey. So he's I back. saw
1: Amanda Stein reported that. That's yeah, good.
0: Amanda said, is you know, Palat's back. Some of the pieces are starting to come back. You know, I have a sneaky suspicion that, you know, the Devils are going to make a pretty hard run for this thing and, and get into the playoffs. I know it doesn't look great right now, uh, but, i you know, I'm a fan. So I still have high hopes.
1: Well, for the chaos, Enrico, don't take this badly, wouldn't it be great if the Leafs fell out of the playoffs? I mean, just the just the malfunction in Toronto media we would get to listen to. It was a lot like Edmonton being a dumpster fire earlier this year. That was so much fun. I still wish that was happening. I miss that because it, everybody, you just it shows you this game when you think you have it figured out, you don't.
2: And well, so, so I, I didn't. I didn't see it. I'll, I'll admit it. But. Was the, uh, the last goal there on Sam Solonoff? Or was it whose fault? I mean, I didn't see whose fault. Uh, no, it was no. it
1: was definitely on Morgan Riley. Okay. Um, um But, uh, uh yeah, hey, Tim is bringing up something I wanted to bring up too. Uh, Lanny McDonald had like a heart attack when he got back to Calgary from the All-Star break. I have an autographed Lanny McDonald stick. He used to come up to Alaska do to old-timer games. My wife loves him think the world of him. I think everybody in the – Leaf fans love him. He used to play in Toronto. Obviously, he won the Cup with Calgary in 89. Um, I got to see that as a kid growing up in Montana. My family from that area. So, uh, thoughts and prayers out to Lanny McDonald. I know everybody here loves Lanny McDonald. I mean, uh, Singsy, you, you probably remember some Lanny McDonald back in Oh, your, yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. I, I loved Lanny McDonald, man. I, I loved and hated it depending on what team he was playing on and what he was doing, you know, just that – that big, huge, you know, long, lanky that the stash. Yeah, dude, everything, you know. I, I love yeah. that era of the NHL. That 70s, 80s NHL was the greatest.
4: A lot of, uh, a lot of Leaf fans during those times loved Lanny McDonald. And one of my earliest memories, I'm born in 79, so 10 years later, playing for Calgary in Montreal, Lanny McDonald scored a key goal just to cement that cup for Calgary in 89. I remember that goal with him cheering, just loving it, and... People just put and them just rubbing his head in the – Three quarters of
1: Canada was rooting for Lanny McDonald to win that Stanley Cup. One, because all the Montreal haters were, screw Montreal. And two, it was like – you know, it was like, um honestly, Singsy, there were a few of us up here that were like, man, yeah, we want Scotty to win the Stanley Cup in 01, but like Ray Bork, man, like one of the greatest defensemen of all time.
0: Yeah. Really wanted to see him win too.
1: And I think as a hockey fan, I was rooting for that, but I was like an Alaskan, which, I mean, I didn't even consider myself an Alaskan in 2001. I only lived here like six years by then. But uh, now I do because I've lived here almost 30. But that's how long ago that was. That's how long ago that was, sing right? That's so crazy that the Devils were in the Cup Finals, what, in 2012. That that was 12 years ago now,
0: you know? Yeah. I hated and loved Ray Bork, you know? I like, got yeah. happy you got his cup, but
1: you know, he had to beat your team to do it, man. Of course, you're always gonna be salty
0: about it. You'd rather I'm have one another other, cup. Like, or... Yay! Good, Good job, you, Ray. Ray.
1: We could have another. Yeah, he's <laughs> has He I'm and got the cup. You know, did he score a late goal in Game Seven to tie that game up or something? Because that went. That was when the playoffs. Like, ooh, I think BC's making it close. It's four to three. It's four to three with eight thirty-six left to go, and uh, Yannick Perot's kid, Gabe, just scored. By the way, the Rangers won on that one. They drafted him like twenty-sixth overall or whatever. He's gonna. Brother, I forgot he had a brother. I kept getting that his brother is uh, in the Anaheim system, but this kid looks good. He's got some. What a pass by Ryan Leonard too. Woo! So, Singzi, did you have money line or what you have in this game? And, and let's talk.
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, I wasn't going to bet on this game because I use um, down here in Virginia, the NCAA games don't always show up and sometimes they disappear. So this thing flashed up there. So I was like, boom, I just threw, you know, a couple bucks on B.C. Yeah. And then I used them in a parlay, which didn't hit because uh, the Leafs lost. Um, So that was it. Not too much.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, this is getting exciting. And uh, B- BC has beaten BU th- all three times they played them this year. So, boy, if uh, – if at one point it was 4-1. So, if BC comes back and, and ties and or wins this game, it's going to be a giant choke jog by Celebrini and Boston University, which, by the way, because Singzi is known through Chicklet's Game Notes, Ryan Whitney is a-, a BU guy. Colby Cohen's a BU guy. There's a lot of BU guys um, – <clears throat> in the hockey world jay pandolfo former devil is the bu coach you know to tie it all the way rack so um not to uh not to get off the topic of talking devils and stuff i did want to talk a little bit about this uh monahan to the jets and today john goyans on daily face off the former coach uh tsn analyst for uh i think he uh covers the Laval Rockets, and he covers Montreal-Canadian games on TSN. Uh, Really, this guy's always insightful, always learns so much about the game. was talking about how uh, their power play got insanely successful in Montreal towards uh, when they moved him from, like, just, you know, center trying to clog the goalie to a bumper position – and how smart and intelligent a hockey player is. And his analytics this year are really good, too, just the numbers I've heard and his speed. Uh, Frank Saravelli was right. The Montreal Canadiens did get two first-round picks for Sean Monahan. They got one from Calgary for taking him, and they got another one trading him to the Winnipeg Jets. I applaud Shevel Dayoff on this move, and I think this is a great move for them. Um, uh, we'll start with Singzi. We'll go around
0: the horn to Rico Perlo and – Occupancy, what do you think, Singzi? Yeah, I, th- I think it's, you know, the rare win-win. I think, you know, the underlying metrics for, uh, for Moynihan and, you know, the fact that, you know, he's fitting a, a needed role there. You know, the price was high. You know, some people were shocked initially, but, you know, Frank had it. And, you know, draft fans, we always overvalue draft picks. You know, we always do, especially those teams that are kind of in the margin on getting a mid-pick anyway. Well, if it's a 30-second are, overall pick, you don't 30-second. care. Oh, and then you know, when and then when it's a 30-second pick or a protected pick, always move that pick, you know. Yeah. Do if you can get the asset. So I think win-win. Well, if yeah,
1: I was gonna say if Winnipeg wins the Stanley Cup, it'll be a 30-second overall pick. That's why you want it to be that way. Rico, what do you think?
4: I mean, the centerman market, man, look at Look at the Jets. Once they see seen Lindholm go to Vancouver, they're like, okay, we, we got to jump in on this, too. We're not waiting till the trade deadline. So there's Adam Henrique that's still out there, too. But there's also Colorado. There's Boston there's New Jersey. There's other teams looking for centermen out there, too. So good on Shovel Day off to, to snag Monaghan as well. And he's going to fit good in that system early enough in the year. I like these pre-trade deadline deals, man, to get some outcome to the team. And, you know, it just solidifies that these other teams are are not making a playoffs. so why why drag it out that long it's good i like i like the move monaghan good player was good in calgary got hurt disappeared for a little bit i'm glad he's back playing well the way he is so good good on the player good on the team good all around so i'm excited to see him as a jet and good yeah. on these canadian teams for dealing with each other too like vancouver calgary Winfrey, <laughs> Montreal. i, I kind of like that angle man keeping north of the border let's go
1: well and those teams are all in it i mean everybody in the in the in the canada is in the mix with the exception of calgary and ottawa you know and really you know that's a great thing if you're a canadian fan perlo go ahead before i'll let occupancy go last perlo what do you think of the monahan deal
3: i mean i'm pretty sure they're going to be they're going to sign him and uh He's a heart and soul kind of guy. He's come back from some really bad injuries. Like, even though maybe his game right now might not be upper echelon, he's got the character that you want for a playoff run. And that's what I like about this deal. I would rather give this kind of package to him than a guy like Tarasenko or some other guys out there right now. This guy just got heart. He plays with heart. Anything he's got right now is everything he gives. And that's what you need when you go into a playoff run. Heart like that is hard to find. And I don't mind giving up a first plus for a guy that has – he was basically thrown away in Calgary, right? You they, they were afraid he was never going to be able to come back. Yeah, they traded a first-round pick with him,
1: him for Montreal to take him. Yeah, yeah. Him to, yeah,
3: yeah exactly. He, he goes to Montreal, he has these injuries, and he comes back gangfire – and has an NHL career back again. The guy's got balls, and uh, I don't know his on ice is is not bad, but his heart is greater than a lot of guys out there that have more skill than him. So I, I,
1: I, I I'll like tell you what, Perlow, if you guys can go back and watch Morning uh, Daily Face Off and just watch the little bit that John Goyans talked, I think you would say Sean Monahan's hockey IQ is a plus uh, plus. Oh yeah. yeah, I was very impressed with the smart plays he was making on the ice to get goals scored. Um, go ahead, occupancy. I want you. Let's finish off your thoughts, and then I want to talk about one more thing, and then we'll get into the games.
2: For sure, and and I'll be brief. Um, I don't know him from a hole in the wall. Um, a lot of people I respect uh, say it's a good move. Um, being so far on the West Coast, markets like Montreal and Boston. Um, I don't really get to follow their prospects as much in their trade deals and talks. I'll just, I'll just be upfront about that. Um, you know, I had a conversation over, over on the off season about, um, you know, this is a, you know, kind of a couple angles on, on the show here. There's, there's the hockey talk, there's the betting talk, you know, but I, I pull up Monahan's, uh, you know, career stats here and, and he hit 30 goals one, two, three times, um, in his nine year career. Um, not quite, you know, point, point per game player. Um, you know, I know he's got the character and the heart, but you know, when you're looking at assets, you know, on the roster and you're looking for production, this guy doesn't scream to me like someone who's going to move the needle, um, personally. Uh, So, you know, so I think it's a great move and if they're going to try to keep competitive with Vancouver, you know, getting Lindholm. I, I think that's great. You know, where does Lowry go? That's a hard worker too. And, and, you know, now where does he get to play? Um, but I think, you know, if, if, if the community is saying that Monahan's going to help out here, um, that's great. And and I hope he can fit right in and, and keep Winnipeg competitive um, just off the page with his numbers. Just doesn't seem yeah, to be so, like he's moving. So really
1: I, just not to cut you off to occupancy, but specifically Winnipeg is going to play him at third line center they don't really need the scoring 5v5 they're one of the best but their power play has not been good. They're I think they're 24th. Uh they they've actually been really bad on the power play as good a year as Winnipeg's had. So this is a great move for Montreal too definitely like they're already a rebuilding team and Gordon and and those guys can't Hughes are doing an amazing job. I expect Montreal. Montreal reminds me a lot of Singh's Devils honestly how they're building. They they don't have really know the goaltending, but they've got a lot of skilled guys coming. I mean, we still don't know what Slavkowski is, but I think he, he could develop into something special too if they're patient. Um, but uh, you know, I think where where the Jets are going to use Monahan because they, they, you know they you know one Shifley's been out. He's an elite player. Uh, no one talks about Kyle Connor at all. He's one of the most elite goal scorers in the NHL he he just nets 40 every year and no one even talks about him so like they 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 have the high end skill there in Winnipeg as far as offense they they really Monahan's going to fill a real specific role for them and uh, i also much as say this i like the Monahan trade for the Jets more than i like Lindholm for the Canucks not because i don't think Lindholm is a great player and i think Lindholm will fit in fine but honestly i'm not sure the Canucks needed a Lindholm but that's all wool we'll gets sorted out in the wash here in May and June. So that's just my to finish up on Monaghan. One final thing, and we don't I don't want to send it to discussion, but I'm not surprised today it was a little odd. They said Kuznetsov missed practice for personal reasons, then it came out. It's being reported that he's going into the players' assistance fund. It's been known for a while that Kuznetsov probably Finally. has a truck problem. So this is awesome. Good news for him. He needs to get <laughs> right uh and uh so anyway you guys know i'm a cap supporter and that, that was noteworthy news also though a lot of times the nhl will uh, not that the caps need the cap space because they don't have backy's contract on the thing um that'll give the caps about 13 million in cap space so they're definitely going to be bartering at the thing to take deals and stuff i think because i don't think they'll be in the mix but we'll see um all right guys well this is what most of uh, everybody wants to come talk about, and definitely why I wanted to have Singzi on. Um, I liked what Tim said about uh, Verbeek. Verbeek better get a haul for Singzi's former centerman and Adam Henrique. And uh, yeah, it would be uh, it would be smart. Um, so let's start off. Let's let's talk. You know, Singsy, before we go into the games real quick, just tell the guys your gambling strategies. Perlo runs a website. He's a handicapper full time, basically, when he's not offloading dead bodies from trucks for the mob. Uh, and uh, we joke about because Perlo in Edmonton, you know, all the, uh, we give him a hard time. You know, that's how he can afford his girlfriend's place, the background. That's how, you know? how I stay
3: <laughs> in this wonderful shape.
1: And uh, Rico <laughs> is a casual, but he bets. Just about on every game, or quite a bit. They're diehards of the Ice Guys. I don't know if you know them; they're great. we have big supporters of the Ice Guys. Ian Cameron and Alex B. Smith really know their stuff. And if you're when you're getting checklets, game notes, withdrawals, the Ice Guys are on seven days a week. So definitely, I love, oh, to I love it. Check those guys out, thingsy. You'll love them. Uh, but go ahead and tell the guys because Occupancy also a big time gambler, and he uh, but he's in California, so he's like me. We got to do fangle fantasy betting apps and stuff which is why i kind of just stay away from it um because i don't trust the people that run anything anymore <laughs> so um but yeah just tell the guys your gambling strategy a little bit what you what you do and if you do it for fun but uh i know you put a lot of parlays together just uh go ahead
0: yeah yeah d- definitely do it for fun um but I, I enjoy it. You know, if I could pay for a Disney trip or something during the year through some winnings, nice. you know, I'm not. Grandpa singsy. Nice. Yeah. Good job, Grandpa. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know, I I really kind of bet the trends. You know, I, and I kind of vacillate between I, I like I like the prop bets, but I like the first quarter prop bets. So I'll build prop bets, or first period. You know, depending on what sport I do, basketball as well. Um, but yeah, I like the first period bets. like today. I called, you know, one, uh, I called the um, money line for the abs. You know, it's just you got to figure the way the players were, where they're playing at. You know, you look at the underlying analytics, how teams do in the first period, home road, et cetera. So that's that's been a, a nice little income stream for me this year. These first period uh, uh, puck line bets. Um and then it's draw season right now. So if you kind of look at the scoring, the way the season's been working, right, you always start out kind of hot, then it cools out, and and now you're kind of in the fight, right? So the games are really tightened up. So we call it the Merley special after our, our boy, Matt Merles. You know, he likes the draws. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I hit another draw tonight. I had the um, the Rangers game, and the apps going going. And you hit the draw. draw. Sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to share my receipts, so I hit that one as well. And I was thinking of doing the draw A, which is, you know, a draw and a draw uh, with the um, the Maple Leafs. But I just had a feeling the Islanders were going to win. I didn't bet that because my analytics I used didn't support it, but my feeling was they were going to win it. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've been betting lately. Um, the other thing I like to do occasionally are the power play points. That's a, There's a lot of value there. So, like, yes for brat when he and Jack Hughes are together, I will bet him a power play point every game it's usually plus 175 plus 235 you know depending how it is right nice and, odds yes dude yeah the the juice is great on those so yeah those those hit well too so that, that's that's kind of what i look for and then you know then i do my serious bets where i'll i'll try to find a nice player two of the week and and move a little more more cash into those you know but those are kind of single thread you know money line bets you know on a team i like I love it. I love
1: it, and uh, uh, I appreciate it. Most of our listeners kind of know how everybody bets. Perlo bets a lot the way you do. I think he uses a lot of that same strategy. Uh, so, uh, do, if you guys have any questions specifically for Singzi before we go into previewing the games, go ahead, fellas, and, and otherwise, we'll just talk about tomorrow's games because we got eight of them. So
3: I got I got him on Twitter now, and I listen to any great, good capper. So I'll, I'll Twitter him, and we can go back and forth and see what we can get. So, o- occupancy has made me a better ca- capper, listening to him talk back and forth, Rico do. That's what. That's how I became anywhere near a good capper, was listening to the people around me to see. Because everybody has there is something that they're good at, you know. So you can yeah. learn more from everybody all the time. Yeah.
0: I well, love- we brought, you know, the game notes. I mean, Matt Murley, Murrell's he is he is unbelievable. This run that he was on the last couple of weeks before he left Sweden to come over to Toronto, he was like 17 out of 19 or some crazy number. And just, yeah, Yeah. that's insane. Well, and he knows the game. Like
1: he played at a high level. Obviously he was drafted into the NHL. He's from the Northeast where a lot of the kids, like I always feel cheated being from where I'm from, where it's like we should have hockey, but it's like we're poor. You know, in Montana, you're either rich or you're poor. There's no in-between. So we didn't have hockey. We didn't have high school hockey. We didn't have a swim team. I grew up on one of the biggest lakes in North America. But it's like we didn't have a swim team. You know, you got to have money for that stuff. So – uh, but I so agree with you, man. Like, Merle's is such a smart guy. Matt Murley, if you guys don't know, uh definitely follow him. And he – like, dude – he, he he lives in, if you guys don't know, he married a Swedish national. He lives in Sweden. So he's in Sweden. What? I don't know. He's there a lot. I mean, I, I want to say he's over here more than, I mean, his wife must be one of the most tolerant people in the world, Singsy. That's all I'll say. And Matt Murley. Um, and I know Rico knows who he is, and uh, Perlo might be familiar with Occupancy. I know you know who he is. I mean, if you follow Spit and Chickles, you guys know who Matt Murls is. But, um,
0: mugsy Beans. Uh,
1: uh but he sings you're right man and and, and 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 he can get you into that real degenerate uh stuff too right because he if you want to bet uh shl switch uh swedish hockey league he follows all that he follows the german league a little bit by the way Singsy, if you're into that too the ice guys have guys on a yeah. lot of
0: times yeah I, I definitely bet those i bet you know my team is um Salzburg, i've been betting they've been doing great i bet parabola Parabici and the Czech League—they've been crushing it for me. And then uh, uh, Vienna is the other team. Like so, I, over there, I don't know them that much. I just yeah. So I wake up in the morning and I'll check for a matchup, and I'm like, ah, you know, go to Flash Score and look at the standings. You know, I, I probably maybe down a little over the year on that league, but it's so much fun to have hockey in the morning. Oh yeah, dude. I mean,
1: I, for me, it's a that's the one thing it's a little bit harder for me to watch those games live in here because of, I'm four hours behind so that it would open the, it's like the um, premier league for me. It's like 5.00 AM. If I really got to watch it, if I really want to watch the game uh, I'll have to get my ass out of bed at 5.00 which I do relatively anyway. But um, you know, I usually don't think, Oh, I need to turn on the TV and watch sports. <laughs> it's the tough you thing to right? that coffee. <laughs> yeah well you know Singzi, i'm one of the rare military guys i wasn't much of a coffee guy it has the reverse wow. it why? has the reverse effect on me uh because i'm adhd it makes me tired uh, so good. you know but i didn't learn that till i was like 34 and had already been in the military like 18 years so right why is sarge sleeping he just had four cups of coffee <laughs> yeah yeah no um yeah, so uh do you guys did you guys have any other questions for Singzi before we go? By the way, final four three Boston University one. Empty net, it got exciting, but uh Singzi loses his bet on that one. But, uh, tough one for the boys. The BC boys been rolling through everybody, but be you Colby Cohen will be in a good mood tomorrow on uh on but good 9 a.m. Easter coast, check it out. Morning cup of hockey, since we're talking about coffee. Yeah. And then uh, Perlo, C uh, Rico, did you guys want to? Um, no, I don't drink soda, Andrew. I don't drink soda, buddy. I don't recommend it to anybody. I drink kombucha and uh, water. That's about it, my man. <laughs> I'm, you know, Like like many of us military guys, I got out with a whole host of physical ailments that I, you know, all the burn pits I was around in Iraq and stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, take too many chances. I'm trying to take care of myself. I don't drink like I used to. All Unless I go to Toronto with Rico. Oh, and-
4: <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, 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 And, yeah. and then oh, then the liver goes back
1: to being pro.
4: <laughs> yeah, like this guy does not drink at all. And all of a sudden he comes to Toronto. He's a machine. And he's like, okay, I'm out. Yep, yeah,
2: <laughs> I needed normal. all this time
1: to recover. Perlo is sober. He doesn't drink at all. And then uh, occupancy, we haven't had the discussion, but uh um, just, anyway. just, lie. just just light, <laughs> just as a fan.
4: Um, yeah, I got a question. Uh, I got a question for Singzi. I never wrote yeah. it down. I just, I just thought of it right now. Um, so, what got you into the Chicklets game notes kind of fame, and what what made you hit it off with uh, with Armstrong? There was it like your your bets, like with him? Was it your humor, or was it your thoughts on hockey? Like, how, how did you get in with those boys? You know, it was years
0: and years ago. You know. Um, I started, you know, listening to chicklets, you know, I was like a casual listener and then COVID hit, you know, I was working for a company in Silicon Valley at the time, you know, and I was kind of like depressed. I'm like, I'm here in this house and cause I'm like an outdoor, like people give me energy kind of guy and I'm stuck here and I was never a podcast person. Uh, so I got a pair of ear pods and I just like, I'm like, let me listen to more of the chicklets guy. I started listening more and more. And then at the same time, I was just, you know, doing because betting became available here. And uh, I just started chatting with Merle's. And that's really how it started. You know, Matt is such a wonderful, amazing guy. Like, he takes time with, you know, guys like us that are you know want to ask questions. Some of those guys don't have the time of day. But he's yeah. a soft, We're like hockey people, right? We're hockey people. So he's like, yeah. So he was super cool. And then we started talking some stocks and some other stuff. And then you know when the game notes thing came around, that thing took off. And beer, you were there from day one. That was like a rocket ship for those guys. Yeah, and, it, and no one knew. Yeah, that just
1: Armstrong Nick would. I mean, you were what? It's. I think it. It does take of a level of intelligence to get your name out there on YouTube as a member of the chat. I have done so by like now. I have Frank Saravelli's phone number. Thank you, Frank. Oh, uh, sure, like yeah. And he's an American. Come on, man. How can you not like the guy? Anyway, I know he ripped on Sidney Crosby, which I fucking thought was beautiful as fuck, by the way. But all the crybaby fucking Crosby awkward. fucking, you know, cow towers. Uh, we're like, what shut the fuck up, Frank. You're fat for a 35-year-old. Okay, I'm sure he hasn't heard that one, you fucking whatever. Anyway, sorry, I digress. You can tell as a Cap supporter I love to hate on the Pittsburgh fucking Penguins. So, uh <laughs> And I don't think Crosby walks on water like fucking half of Canada. So anyway, sorry. I'm
0: am a sit guy. Like, no, not, he's a
1: great uh, player, and he's an uh, even better person off ice. But I did like I did like Saravelli calling him to the carpet for not being there early. But anyway, my I mean, bad. Get, yeah, I mean, get, to get to get back on the thing, you got your name out in the chat, and Armstrong with you got him laughing and engaging, and then he loved your picks and shit. And that's right. that's it, dude. Now you got his number and you're best friends with the guy.
0: Yeah, he's he such a good person too. Yeah, so like you know, I just started kind of going back and forth with Colby, and you know, and honestly, like I, I wanted those guys to be successful. You know. Oh and, yeah. yeah. I mean, Colby had you know he, he's a kind of a, a mogul, right? Also and, equally nice, dude, in person. Nice. Great guy. And then for Merles, and then Colby, two of the great guys that have such a success and be so inclusive of the fans and the supporters and folks like us just want to talk hockey and gambling and laugh. I mean, it was just amazing how that thing took off. So yeah, here we are. And it's, it's, it's great. It's a whole community, you know, you and I became friends through there. Right. Yeah. Well, then we found out we both served
1: the country. Uh, We both ate the Uh, biggest fans of the orange reality television star. I'll let you figure that out. I don't talk politics on this fucking show, but it is one of those things where it's like, You know, we just, yeah, you and I, we just would message each other on Twitter. And then it's like, dude, I'll I'll be honest with you. I'll consider my life a failure if we don't go to a hockey game together. I want to go to the Rock with you. Or you said you lived in Northern Virginia. Let me guess, Crystal City area? I'm assuming. I think I know what you do for the most part um, or what you're doing. Uh, I have a pretty good idea. Um, I mean, you know, without you telling me your job, which you haven't done. And I don't need to know. And you don't need to put it out there. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: just a regular dude. You know, yeah. Post- no, I know, post-
1: I know. But I also know that like <clears throat> if you live in Northern Virginia the chances are you work for the government. So, you know, or some or you work for somebody that works for the government, or you know, you work for somebody who works for the government that worked in the government, that's maybe in the government, you know, it's all yeah. tied in that area. Having yeah, everybody works for the government here. Well, I lived in Newport News, Sing Oh yeah, and you I know, I was stationed in Langley, so I lived in Yorktown. Actually, technically, to get and so, uh, and if you guys don't know, like across the James River, the C.I.H. is Langley is over there and stuff. So, like, there's a lot going on in Virginia when it comes to the U.S. military government, everything. So, Um, beautiful area. I love Virginia. Um, I could definitely see myself living there, but uh, you know, I'm an Alaska guy. What can I say? Um, Did did Rico? Did I did I cut off Singzi? Did he get to answer your
0: question? What one hundred percent?
4: I think you guys both answered it equally. <laughs> Why did we got more we
0: bargained for with that response?
4: Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was great, man. I, so I, that's cool. Do you guys knew each other since like COVID and when Game notes first hit? no, uh, that's awesome, man. That's how I got introduced to introduce a Beard, and that's how I got introduced to introduce you now. So. Hockey yeah. community, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, I and, love it. and I've
0: I already, oh, like Col- Colby and Laz, you know, the morning cuppa, those are great guys. And I've, I've had a yeah. chat with them a little bit. And, I mean, so we have like a little community. Like, my wife doesn't get it. She's like, Are you doing your hockey friends again? And I'm like, Yes. <laughs>
3: <Are> <laughs> well, tell her
0: thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tell her thank you, though, Singzi. I definitely like, I have a very supportive wife. and like I always feel like my life is as good as my marriage has been. It only gets better with time. And, uh, it's good to have a supportive wife. It's very cool that she lets you do you. And she probably doesn't mind that you're making enough money to take the grandkids to Disney world, man. Cause that shit ain't cheap. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, do definitely thank her for us. Um, well, Hey guys, let's, I know we, we going on, uh, we're close to an hour. Um, Let's jump into the games talk about the games how are you gonna bet I'm gonna refrain because we have four real good gamblers on here and you guys don't need to hear from me first game out of the shoot is the flames the Bruins the flames are plus 164 road dog uh, the over under is six. let's start with the guest Singzi I'm gonna I'll slide him over here and then we'll just go in sequential order Singzi Rico. Perlow and then occupancy. Singzi, what do you think here? What are you thinking? You don't and you don't have to
0: touch every game, Singzi. That's fine. Um, yeah, so, so, tomorrow, I think what we learned tonight was you know the guys are a little rusty coming back from the break. Although we had some really good gold goaltenders playing tonight, I think I'm an under better tomorrow, which I traditionally don't do. So I'll probably underbet the six and a halfs for the most part. If it's a six, I'm probably just not going to touch the game as far as the. Uh, the the uh, the goals on that the over, <clears throat> yeah it's, saying, it's it's saying six right now per
1: DraftKings that's that's what I'm getting
0: yeah I'm pulling it up right now too yeah, yeah you know I I mean I like I like the bees on the the money line minus one ninety eight you know the puck lines plus yeah screw that <laughs> but that could be yeah. this is gonna be like a three two game Bruins are gonna win the money line there's no there's no juice here for me so I'm gonna pass on this one okay. I feel you Rico how you feeling dude
4: this is like the first game of seven straight home games for the Bruins did you see that schedule they got right now like seven home games in a row can't be easier than Edmonton's holy crap yeah I don't know man Uh, Yeah, it's gonna be probably an under game you gotta just take the little bit of juice and not bet too much on it. I'll have a better look at it tomorrow with some props and stuff. But even at tonight's games, I didn't even bet any overs or unders with both games. I just threw a little small sprinkle on both draws tonight and took some player props. Thank God for M Ball and Tavares goal props. But coming out of this break, you can't go on trends it seems because they got a little bit of time off, reset the mind where people have been. Yeah. You're going down to Kabul. You're coming back. You're working out. You're not. It's like, yeah, I, I got to get a little bit of a feel for it before I start hammering stuff. I'll spend some time on it tomorrow, but a little sprinkle maybe on a draw in Calgary, some props.
1: Okay. What about you, uh, Occupancy, and we'll finish up with Perlo.
2: Yeah, um, this game would have to be an under uh, for me, like was previously discussed. Um, a guy I follow um, already took Boston minus one for the side there, uh, you split the, you know, the money line with a minus one and a half. Um, there's calculator Perlo and I were throwing around earlier today. Uh, but you know, ultimately kind of like what was said, I mean, out the gate from the break, uh, you're not sure what you're going to expect, especially with pace. Um, yeah. And it's just the pricing, not really loving, uh, Boston on the money line straight up. So maybe yeah, we'll see worry. what the Boston team total comes out at. Um, you know, yeah, get them over three and a half. And that. Yeah. I mean, go, not, okay. This is why we do this. <laughs> um, cause, cause if, if, if it's an under market um, and then you might get a nice plus price on the Boston three and a half, I wouldn't, I'm not yeah. looking any uh, way towards Calgary. So it'd just be had a back Boston for me.
0: Yeah. Boston three and a half is minus minus one fifteen, So it's, it's on the margin. Yeah. Okay. Perlo, what you got?
3: um when you're looking at teams like this you got a you got a calgary team that basically their gm just told them we gave up so give me boston puck line okay you got a boston team that's coming in like they, they just gave up they just gave up Lindholm. they don't have a great coach he's just a a rookie guy that doesn't know what to say in certain situations they just told him they gave up they gave up Lindholm right now so you're going in yeah. boston in boston Give me team total under for Calgary if you can get anything on that. Probably not the greatest in the world. I don't think they're ever going to score more than two goals in this game, ever. Even if you get minus 150, it's probably a great bet. Uh, and give me Boston puck line. They're, they'll they'll just – they'll it's probably an under game. I, I see like 3-1, 4-1, and Boston does it without even any effort. Like I, I think Calgary is done, 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 done. So that's my view on this game. Okay.
4: Stars. A big at, to pay on Boston.
3: Yeah, yeah. Just a heavy uh, price. Either, either you go Boston. I don't like. I don't like. The, I don't like go the Boston price, puck line or team, team, team
4: total. Maybe first period puck line or something like that. Wanna but you know, Rico, the books
1: know that. So Massachusetts has gambling too, right? And the books know the Bruins are good, man. They're on a heater. The thirty-one, nine and nine. They lost Bergeron and Krejci, in their they're almost as good as they were last year, to be quite frank. I almost feel like in some ways they're a stronger team because they went out and got like some good role players and JVR and then Shattenkirk's having a good year with them. Yeah, like Shattenkirk's that's insane, good
0: at. man.
4: You yeah, just him? watch out for the uh watch out for the player leaving bump too. You never know. Lindholm, what he was like in that locker room and stuff. But Debrusk and four four board, I think those uh, those guys are day-to-day in Boston. I know all getting a start, but
0: just a little, you know, never you know, know with Calgary. Lindholm had a, had a whopping nine goals on the year, too. I mean, so I agree, Rico. Like, I don't know what was going on. He's a great player and everything. But, uh yeah, I think I Calgary, what do they have to lose, right? They've got some good goal scorers. I know they're a mess, but I, I, I don't know. I can't predict either way. Honestly. It's
4: going to be interesting to see how they respond to Lindholm well, leaving after the first game.
0: Well, that's like – the if rico is right though that's why the plus
1: 164 it's like you throw five bucks on them because it's a decent plus and if Lindholm was a cancer and you hit you hit a bet you you're not expected to hit anyway i always am a fa- in favor of throwing a little bit of sauce on i like you sprinkle
0: the sprinkles
2: always yeah, yeah just
1: you throw a little sauce yeah yeah okay let's talk stars sabers uh sabers are at home oh by the way all these games are seven eastern start until he say otherwise, the first six are all seven Eastern starts. Um, stars and Sabers. Sabers are a plus one hundred and thirty road dog or home dog. Sorry, plus one
0: hundred and thirty home dog. The over under is six and a half. Singsy, what do you got there? Yeah, I like the Stars in this one. Um, you know, I'll look at it again tomorrow for potential draw and then money line. Uh, but I think uh, you know the Stars were really coming into form before the break. I watched a couple of late stars games that were on here and they're just snapping it around and they, yeah, look they good look really to me good. and they've got great goaltending. So I would uh, you know, they're right now they're minus one fifty-five on the money line, you yeah. know, which I usually don't bet money line when it's more than 140 or so. Um, but for those people that do, I think that's pretty safe. And I'm again, I'm not betting over or under on this game. Oh, I gotcha.
1: Yeah, no, I love that you're saying that though. Um it's six and
0: a half, by
4: the way. Yeah, the thing is, the stars are going to Toronto the very next night. I think too, aren't they? I think that's the first of a back-to-back on the road for for Dallas. Yeah, they play the Leafs the very next night, so I think Dallas comes out and takes care of the Sabers in that game.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Do you have any other anything else before we
0: move to occupancy?
4: Oh, probably some props for Dallas. Maybe it's March. Uh,
0: that March goal, I think, is always is always a fun one. Mark, Mar- yeah, March and who Marchman
1: and Six- Johnson,
4: Six- Johnson playing up on that first line. Dallas has been making some
0: money lately. Yeah, years. what's
1: the money line on a Johnson goal? Why a Johnson goal tomorrow?
0: Uh, real quick, I have Marchman at 280, so that's going to be my okay. goal. And what was the one you were looking for? Oh, uh, Wyatt Johnson, what Rico said. Oh, Wyatt, I love that one. Yeah, 245. He's, uh, that would be another one Sprinkle 145. You said plus 145? Two,
1: 245. 245, and Rico said he was playing on the top line with them. So yeah, that is power play. Oh, top power play, okay.
0: Yeah, I well, that's he great. Top power play, but he's getting power play minutes.
1: Occupancy, go ahead. I can tell you're itching to say...
2: No, nah, I mean, you know, if this game was in November. Um, I'd be on the over six and a half here. Uh, Dallas full game right now has gone over the six and a half, around 63% of all their games. Um, that's second in the league. Um, but like Singsy said earlier, coming out the break, you know, rest is rust. We're not really sure. Uh, you know, one storyline I, I kind of was following was, you know, Granado being on the hot seat um, and then, couple character wins on the West coast and maybe he saved his job for a couple weeks. I don't know. Cause they, they look great in LA and then they took care of business, uh, you know, in San Jose. Did they
1: look great in LA or did they, did LA look bad though? I mean,
2: you know, when of both, right. I, when, when they're, when their skilled players are looking at like making good passes and, and they're, they're fine the back of the net. I mean, you know, Buffalo's a streaky team. Um, but on the other side of this one, you know, Dallas is one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. Um, and we don't know who's in net, if it's going to be a Levi or a Lucan inciting. Um, but like I said, I mean, my, my first look on this would be the over, um, just over six and a half, you know, see one team get to four, probably not super unrealistic, but again, coming off the break, not sure. Um, not not gonna go and stick my head out for buffalo on the money line though either yeah this one so for i just me, say if the
1: sabers are gonna make a run now is the time if
2: they're gonna make a run it is yeah. um you know but uh we'll see um i just 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 over six and a half was the first thing i was looking at so it it have to be that or, or pass for me
0: hey quick i'll give you a quick one real i just looked yep. it up five points in his last three games including two goals nice remember, you know he came out he he went into the break on a heater so yeah. that's some good numbers 2 280 for him to score anytime yeah. goal really good juice
1: no i love it and and we're gonna shout that out as a special tonight i think but uh
0: hey.
1: i uh he's one of those guys that always have kind of felt like you want more from him because you feel like he's got the capabilities right so okay. i picked by the Leafs. So he's you know, he's making good money there too. I think he makes five Schmill around there, four, two to five, somewhere in that vicinity. Uh uh Perlo, why don't you go ahead and give us your thoughts here on Star's Sabres and we'll move on to the next game.
3: You got a young Sabres like this team. They haven't shown anything other than to be young yet in their time in Buffalo. Like um, it doesn't it doesn't appear that Granado can get maturity out of these kids, and I don't see them having maturity coming off of a big break like this. So I like Dallas first period puck line right off the get go. You get a much more mature team who really are going to come out and want to get ahead right away against this young bu- Buffalo team that I imagine is has tipped a few this week. I just got to say that. I, I think they probably don't have their full head coming into this game. And uh, I think there's much more veteran leadership there in Dallas to be more focused to, uh, in the first period. I imagine they win the whole game, but I really like them in the first period. So I'll take Dallas puck line first period.
1: Okay. Um, real quick, Hate Cocky, thank you for being in the chat. John says, Sabre Stars should be a lock on the over, but if it's Otter versus Levi, it wouldn't be shocking to see a goalie duel too. He also says, Real quick, just as a note, I think it's time for Berube to to return. Between Toronto, Ottawa, and Buffalo, all three could use him. I saw Hot Take Hockey was really selling uh, bye-bye Keefe. He really wants Sheldon Keefe to be gone, (laughs) and he's making it a mission this year uh, to change that. So, yes, chat is buzzing. Thank you, KQ. Uh KQ is now our resident flames guy. We got to go with that. I know I was pining over
0: Big. Great take. Great take on Barubi. I love that.
1: that that's, yeah. that's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hot Take hockey does this for a living, man. He is he's over 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. He's interviewed uh Ron mcclain uh James duthie uh and since we're talking, just a shout out John uh stars prospect Logan Stankoven great interview with him. I know he's done that one. So very cool. Um, Yeah. So if you're interested in some of these young guys, um, John Viveros is going places people. and, And we'll say we knew him when he was just a YouTube guy. Um, but we'll see him there. You know, that's how Johnny Lazarus and all those guys started, you know, um, uh, real quick. Uh, next game is Canucks at hurricanes. Uh, the, the Canucks are actually a plus 120 road dog, which um, I don't know, man. I like the Lindholm bump on that one, but uh, I said I wasn't going to say anything. The over under six and a half, which I actually think is high for a Hurricanes game. Uh, it's in Carolina, obviously. Canucks plus 120 road dog over on six and a half. What do you think, Singsy?
0: Draw, draw, draw. I'm calling this game to be a draw. I do think the Canucks get it done. That plus 120 money line is... Very tasty. Um, yeah, I, I know that the Hurricanes have been a little bit you know, up and down. I know they're playing a lot better. They're a tough home team. Man, I I like this to to come down to the end. We're going to see overtime here. Uh, I do like the – Oh, I team. hope
1: it's a great game because this is going to be the big screen game for the morning game.
0: Uh, yeah, for I'm, the early gonna, game, as I call it. I'm going to split screen this one with the Devils game. That's a very compelling, interesting hockey game. Uh, to come out of the
1: break on it's gonna be a good one. Well your devil's uh He start it's a 730 puck drop so you'll actually probably be able to watch these games without a lot of
0: yeah um, yeah
1: yeah it won't be bad. Um go ahead occupancy give us your stuff
2: yeah you know one thing I noticed about Carolina is uh they really picked up on their defense even with a shaky Ranta net um they've been holding their opponents um, to under three goals um, last six, seven games uh, before the break there. I did see uh steady Freddie Anderson start practicing again, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, uh, that's
1: good news for them. They won't have to go out and get a
2: goalie. Yeah. Uh, well, they got Spencer Martin, right? So. Well, no, but, I mean, they're
1: going to – I mean, they needed yeah. him because Ronta was not yeah, playing yeah. well, and then Coach got hurt. So they had yeah. to have – they didn't have another goalie because of Freddie yeah. Anderson, so – they were in yeah. big time trouble, yeah. Go ahead,
2: I'm yeah. sorry. Oh no, you're good. Yeah. And I think I saw on uh, X today um Sveshnikovs in a yellow jersey, so I'm not sure if he's coming back, but um you know, ultimately They need him back. Oh, they I'm oh sorry. yeah, sure they do. Um, you know, ultimately um, I think both these teams are are pretty pretty high caliber, pretty top of the top here. Um, you know, so coming coming out the break, you know, I'm not sure I can really see a side here. Um, in terms of a money line wager, um, so I think I like what Singzi says with the draw. Um, you could probably get a pretty good price uh, for that. Um, Let's see. You know, ultimately, um, you know, ultimately, I'd also maybe hold my breath for an under. But Vancouver has been an over machine, uh, even when you think yeah. their games are going under. They, and their they power play is good. Yeah. And they just yeah, added so. a nice weapon. So ultimately, it's probably a pass. So nothing, nothing on me for this
1: Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, Perlo, go ahead, my man. Go ahead and give us your thoughts here.
3: I agree with Singzi on the draw here. I mean, it just kind of screams draw. So I would go actually as far as to say exact score 2-2 and exact score 3-3. You're probably getting like uh, plus, you're probably getting 13 times your money or 12 times your money on both of those scores. Um, If you like the draw, I don't think it's going to be a crazy draw. I don't think it's going to be 4-4-5-5, and I don't think it's going to be 1-1 either. So exact score 2-2 or exact score 3-3, throw a little bit on the draw, but honestly, for me, ultimately, I think Carolina wins a game. That, that I do think that even if it goes into overtime, ultimately, I think Carolina will win the game. I, I think Vancouver will be happy with the draw here, and Carolina's coming into this second half of the season. You're talking about a friend or more coach that – you're talking about two coaches that have this these teams dialed in, and I'll take – if you have both coaches having two teams dialed in, I'll take the home team. I'll take money line, draw, exact score two, two, exact score three, three. That would be my plan.
0: I'll tell you why I just looked it up. The 2-2 two, two and the 3-3 three, three are both plus plus thirteen hundred So
3: 13x, yeah,
0: you know. You could hit you could bet them both. And yeah. <laughs> plus
3: you know, is
0: not bad them. either of you on that,
1: right? Uh Carolina yeah. is seven, two, and one in their last three. They've won three straight. They're playing and, great. Uh, don't you just love the coaching matchup, Talk it versus Rod Brendamore? Boy, they had similar careers almost. Uh, you'd say Talk it was probably more gifted offensively, and Brendy was probably a little bit better of a physical player, but you wouldn't want to tussle with either of them. Uh, Vancouver is 8-0-2 in their last 10 and have won one in a row. Uh, man, I just love how the way Vancouver plays uh, – defensive and offensive uh hockey the Vancouver Canucks are plus 59 and the Carolina Hurricanes are plus 19. when it comes down to everything goaltending is matters and uh if it's Thatcher Demko or if it's Casey DeSmith I like um I like the the Canucks in this one my man Rico go ahead and give us your thoughts I don't know why I said I wasn't going to say anything I said it but anyway I had to go with the Canucks on that one
4: I'm um, just going with the home team funny. here. If it was in Vancouver, I'd probably take the Canucks, but probably take Carolina and maybe some sort of draw. Yeah, there's just gonna be a, a battle of kind of teams that are saying, Hey, we're gonna win the cup this year. No, you're not. Yeah, you are, and you know the goaltending's a little better in Vancouver. Kochekov's playing well, but yeah, uh, I'm just waiting for Pearl to throw to Sidney Crosby trade uh this year. Crosby would see getting traded this year, Pearl or next <laughs> hey, year. Now it's good to t- t- hey, listen. We give Peralta hot takes, of... it up. Hot it up. Now everybody's like, I'm talking about it. Big
3: trade request. Yeah. I brought it up a year ago, and now everybody's talking about it. Yeah, no, it's probably it, 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 maybe next year, the year after. I don't know, but I do believe we won't be traded. So, never gonna happen. Yeah. yeah, that I knew you were gonna say that. Never gonna Adam happen. says it's that too. All that, everybody says. Yeah. why would Crosby want to stick around in that team? Why? Why? Okay. Anyways, that's for another time. Next game, we can talk about this later.
1: <laughs> no, it's all good, man. I just I'll let you have your day in the sun. Uh, by the way, ironically today, uh, Super Bowl week, the Pat McAfee, uh, the Pat McAfee show was talking about Ally Iafredi and his skull and his hundred and five mile an hour shot uh, oh, slap his smoke shot. Oh, hanging out of his Crazy uh i loved it it was great it was good it was great
3: uh um imagine if i afraid he had the sticks he has. they have today anyways yeah that's
1: crazy yeah um rico what do you got on this game here
4: which one the canucks
1: canucks hurricanes you said already
4: yeah Yeah, you said okay
1: um Flyers at Panthers. Flyers are a plus 180. I'm not taking the Flyers the rest of the year, boys. Uh, I wouldn't even touch this game. Singzi, what do you think here? Flyers, yeah. Panthers, plus 180. Road dog for the Flyers. And the over-under in that game is six.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like the Cats. <clears throat> I think that's a team that's going to not suffer from the break like a lot of the other teams do. Um, yeah. because Their core leadership and, and the group they have. I think this is going to be a fairly easy win for the Panthers. Um, I would I like the puck line, minus one and a half, plus 114. And I think um, a hot take, I'm with you, brother. And I like um, uh, Varhege. yeah. Varhege, as, yeah. yeah what 100%. are you getting for Carter Varhege at odds? Uh, he's probably like plus 200 for a goal score. Let me look, maybe 180. It is 150, so <laughs> they're liking him. They're already betting okay. now, but still, I, I, I
1: just think the Cats are going to be a tough beat tomorrow. And hot, In reference to Hot Takes at betting the mortgage on the Panthers here, yeah, occupancy, I'll uh, occupancy, go ahead. Don't bet the mortgage, John.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is an interesting game here. Um, Florida's got one of the best defenses in the league um, right now um, when it comes to letting their uh, opponents score uh, over three. They're right in the ranks with Winnipeg and Boston top three defense here. Um, I like Florida all in all, um, you know, there was one angle I was taken before the break with Philly, um, and all the nonsense with, uh, you know, the lawsuit. Um, and it worked, uh, Philly did fall and and we were able to capitalize on a couple of those games at the end there, um, betting the other team. Um, you know, do you think Philly bounces back here uh, tonight? Um, Probably not. So what I was looking at here, actually, I just uh, was running some numbers here in the bet slip. Um, You could take Boston and Florida on the money line tomorrow and get around a plus 110. Um, So you take out any puck lines, you take out any regulation wins, and you just take two teams' money lines straight up. You think Boston gets it done. You think Florida gets it done. And there's a plus one ten. So that's uh kind of yeah, the way I'm go. looking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love
1: it. Tying it back to an earlier bet That's a good one. And a one there, you know, that's uh absolutely love it. Um Perlo, go ahead, man.
3: Um I'm not as sold as everybody else is on florida beat the crap out of them here because you know I'm a huge tortorella fan and uh they've had a break. Like, I wasn't on Philadelphia at the end going into the break because their defense was beat up. Yeah. Yeah, And they're going to be beat up again. There's no doubt about that. But they just came off a break. And Tortorella, I imagine, has got these guys dialed in for this game. Um, I do think Florida will likely win this game. um, But I'm not as sold as everybody else is. I wouldn't got the farm on it. What I do like is the under. Okay. I I think that – I don't think – I think – If you can get a good price on Philadelphia team total under, probably not a bad idea. I don't think Philadelphia is going to come out trying to go running gun against Florida here. They're probably going to try to slow down the game, try to keep it simple, and try to keep it slow. And Florida probably will have a little bit of a difficult time with that. So I, I, I got a six and a half. You guys got a six. If you got a six, probably pass on the game altogether. But I got a six and a half. I'll take under six and a half. I think Florida will probably win, but I don't think it's going to be like 7-2. or I don't think they're going to blow them out of the water.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that assessment. I love that, Perlow. Yeah. You, you know a Torrello team's yeah. not going to quit, and they will have had yeah. some of the break. I definitely think Carter Hart's absence has affected them. I still think said is probably a borderline NHL goalie. That's what they have in net right now. They're going to be given yeah. some – I believe they're going to be given some cap space. They'll maybe bring Cal Peterson up. Uh Peterson has done it in the past. Uh, Obviously, the Kings got rid of him because he was not hacking it. But hopefully, he's found his game. I know that Martin Jones, a lot of his improvement came out of the Philadelphia um, camp. And and he was able to put it to use for the Seattle Kraken. But maybe put his uh, game back together a little bit there in um, Jones. which he's he's not okay for the Leafs this year, too. So, Um, real quick, just a...
3: I wouldn't. Rip, tell but I just wanted to follow up on more. this
1: before Rico goes. Uh, the Panthers win. Tippett and Verhegi goals, and the over from Hot Take Hockey, just for the oh, podcast. Wow. Um, Tippett was injured; it still lists him as out, but Hot Take saying he might return, so that could be a good one. They could get a bump from Tippett being back in the lineup. He has all obviously been out for a, a, a few games there too, so that also hurts in conjunction with the Carter-Hart stuff, they've been a little bit banged up there. If, if I um, were
3: to take a side here, I would take Florida puck though. Even though I like the under, it's one of the few times I would do that. I think it like 4-1 feels about right to me on this game. So, okay.
1: Yep, no no worries, man. I'm glad you got it in there, Rico.
4: Yeah, I I think t- two coaches like this, Totorella and Maurice, I think they're going to have their their guy's going hard. They're, it's not going to be a, a run and gun game. I don't think, like Perlo said, I think it's going to be the under there. And Urson, I mean, he's been drafted by Philly back in 2018. He was like 150 or something overall. But I think he's he's a decent goalie. He's had a rough stretch going into the break. But, of course, the whole Flyers team's had a rough stretch going into the break with all the news surrounding that team. So I think these guys are going to go out each other. Big news if Tippett comes back, that's for sure. But I do like the under. I do like Griffin Reinhardt keep keeping on his pace, man. This guy's man on a mission. Sam Reinhart, yeah, yeah, brother Griffin, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I think he's on a he's on a mission right now. I think Florida is Was that on another that
1: Edmonton team. Oilers draft pick, by the way.
4: <laughs> no, but I <laughs> Griffin yeah, Reiner, I,
1: wasn't he drafted by the Oilers?
3: Islanders, no, Buffalo, I think he
2: or Bridgeport Sound Tigers. I think he's got a couple games there. <laughs> Is that Tigers? where he's playing right now? I, I th- he was maybe. drafted
3: by the Islanders.
4: Dude, who's who's an Islanders fan here?
2: I'm I'm the resident Islanders fan. Yeah. are you?
4: Do you know a guy named Kevin Cully?
2: Yeah, the name rings a bell.
4: Yeah, I used to hang out with him and Barry, him and Rick Jackman, and I remember Kevin Cully was 16 years or 16 games into his NHL career. And he went to check somebody and broke his neck, man, his C5, 16 games into his NHL career. And he, I'll tell you a little story. He basically got walked off the ice and at the old Nassau Memorial Coliseum, he used to have, he had to walk around the building to go get an x-ray, carry his x-ray all the way around, back around the side of the arena. And I guess it ended up that him and Milbury ended up in the office and they did a handshake agreement because Milbury said, you're not going to sue us, right? Please don't sue us. And he's like, I had a handshake agreement. He's like, I'll give you a job for the Islanders for the rest of your life. And it was a handshake agreement. And the next year, Milbury was gone. And he he basically ended up coaching the Utah Grizzlies and he just phased out. And yeah, man, like pretty wow. sad story for a guy I knew. But yeah, like a good old handshake agreement with my Milbury. Did Mike he get Milbury. a job with the Islanders? no 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 because milbury did the handshake agreement with him and he was milbury was gone the next year gotta get that so, shit
1: in writing i guess
4: i know dude this is a guy that like's been through some hard, hard times he was on the nasty knuckles podcast with uh riley cote and uh and the other guy talking about it about a week or so ago
1: um by the way griffin reinhardt was drafted in by the islanders fourth overall it was that 2012 Nell Yakupov draft we were talking about earlier uh, oh, his last game. professional game was with the Belfast Giants in the EIHL. Uh, he had three goals, 29 assists. I think he hung it up after that. So, uh, Griffin Reinhardt, uh, definitely not. Uh, uh, his
4: brother will take care of him.
1: Is that, is that is actually his brother, though?
4: Yeah, they're brothers, aren't they? Sam, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, his brother Sam was drafted by the Sabers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had a yeah. brother. He had a brother Max that was drafted by the Calgary Flames too. So, big time hockey family.
4: I got um, Panthers futures to win the cup, so I'm mean, go Panthers.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so don't Sorry, your boys. I uh, by the way, Arm Dog liked her thing. Shout out, Arm Thanks for liking the post. Best uh ever. I, I bet you I could ask Colby to come on. And I would have loved to have surprised you with him tonight, Stingsy. But uh I, I know for a fact he was working Sportsnet tonight. So I was like, it's so hard to he that dude is working, man. He's working. And uh, you know he's a full-on American, but he's an old Sasky boy. I know. I was happy. I was so happy how bummed out he was when Canada lost in the World Juniors because it's like, yeah, you're an American now, but you still like you still pull for Canada, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I don't yeah. mind, man. Like I get it.
0: Yeah, that you was know? great World Juniors this year. That was unbelievable. Yeah, such a great.
1: Yeah, game. I mean, I think every- we're always disappointed if we don't face Canada you know i think we played them in the preliminaries or whatever didn't we but um yeah well it's going to get better with the international stuff with all the stuff going right okay let's move on to the jets penguins i mean uh, you know the odds on this are actually very weird there's no plus the Pittsburgh it should be a plus plus one fifteen in this game. I think, I think the jets are going to get the Monahan butt and they're going to just walk over this team. That's not good. Crosby's having a great year, but, uh, um, Andrew Deller. Thank you for me. I appreciate that so much. Uh, shout out Kim and the crease for shouting us out. Um, yeah, I don't know where you guys are on this. Uh, this is a weird one to me. The over-under is five and a half, by the way. Andrew likes the
0: Jets. Singsy, what do you think? Yeah, it's a weird game. You know, I, my heart's with the, with the pens always. But, man, they just – they're playing like shit. Their power play is a disaster. Uh, I'm not going to touch this one. Winnipeg should roll them, but you just never know. I, there is a, a, a prop I like on this one. So, for my my prop peeps out there, and I am one of you, you're you with me. I like Kyle Connor, power play points, plus 230. The pens yes. give up a lot of penalties. They're slow as fuck. Um, and their their PK is not great. So Kyle Connor plus 230 power play points. Yeah, Pittsburgh just doesn't
1: have any grit in their lineup. When Crosby's the grittiest player you have on your team, and not saying that Crosby's not gritty, but like that's a bad song yeah you know it's that's a great. bad sign for them and they uh so uh that was plus 220 for kyle connor plus power play point, huh?
0: plus all right 30. i'm writing that
1: down that's going to be part of your our specials of the day from cindy yeah. from our guest. i will uh, bet i will live bet
0: that as we're talking right now actually that's okay
1: probably. live betting it live betting it yep. kyle connor plus 220 for a power play point two go 30. ahead uh
2: Speaking of live bets, um, I usually, you know, use this space to uh, take a look at the board. But uh, seeing Winnipeg at minus 110 tonight, this might have to be the first official uh, bet I make on the NHL nightly here. Um, Winnipeg is a machine on the defensive end here. And I don't think they ended the break that the way they wanted to by losing two to the Leafs. Um, I'm very high on this Winnipeg team uh, overall. I mean... We all know the streak with, you know, the opponent team total uh, for Winnipeg there. Um, all in all, I think this Monahan deal could really boost them at the end of the day. But yeah. uh, up and mm-hmm. down the line, I mean, I, you know, going through the roster, you know, we, we know who's on the team here. Um, they're they're great. And uh, I think this is a little mispriced. I think Beard was right. I think this, this should probably be a plus 115 for Pittsburgh. Um, so maybe... Maybe the books know something. Maybe Winnipeg had some issues at the border for travel or something weird or maybe, you know, because the books price, you know, the books aren't stupid. They price these accordingly with that. Um, But at the end of the day, um, I'm very high on this Winnipeg team. I think it's a fair price. You
1: know what it could be, Occupancy, and I just, for you guys, Hellebuck played in the All-Star game, so I'm guessing it's Winnipeg's back but isn't that Laurent Bressois And he's played really well, I think. Yeah, yeah. So right, it's Brasois. Am I wrong? Yeah, so... yeah.
2: He's a backup. Yeah, he's he's good.
0: Yeah, that's definitely the reason the goalie.
1: Yeah, I I, I was gonna say that makes sense there. Okay, Perlo, give us your thoughts here. We're moving along here. We got three games left after this, and you don't have to bet it, Perlo. Do we? Go ahead, Steve you're muted. Oh, you're muted. I can't unmute you, you have to to unmute yourself buddy.
3: I'm never gonna take Pittsburgh much in any spot really to tell you the honest truth. I love this Winnipeg team. They just got a boost by getting Monaghan. I think they're gonna play hard. Yeah. I would probably take him into regulation. But I'm gonna give you another one at plus 150. I'll take Shifley over shots. What's the total? He's coming back off two and a half, over two and a half scots, of plus 150, Okay, yeah, uh, uh, plus okay. one fifty. I mean, might as well. He's coming off of injury. I'm sure he's going to want to get his shots on net, get a good feel, stuff like that. Doesn't have much to go against there. Uh, like I, I, uh, I I'll take, I'll take that plus one fifty.
1: Okay, awesome. I love it. That's great, uh, Rico.
3: To, i know hella bucks
4: expected right now so it'll be well they're saying see, Hellebuck. Think, okay yeah i don't know who's who's confirmed or not but it could be Hellebuck against Jari. but maybe some of the money's coming in on crosby because of his whole fame at the all-star game and his name being out there and stuff and maybe that's pushing the line i doubt it but i like occupancy's thing too maybe something going on at the border i mean first game coming out of the all-star breaks a little tricky man but uh, well, i know but Winnipeg hasn't been beating anybody convincingly, and they haven't been losing to anybody convincingly. So that's why that number's at five and a half. It's going to be a little bit of a tricky game. i will have a better look at it tomorrow. Like that Kyle Connor power play point, I know Monaghan's cashed in a lot of points in Montreal as well too, but I doubt he'll be on the power play as soon as it gets to Winnipeg. Oh, I think he will. I think he will be on the top power play. You never That's know. He's got six. One, I think Monahan six power play yeah. goals. I think he's got a bunch of power yeah. play points. And if you watch here. that
1: video and 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 if you watch that video of Goyans, and I guess Shifley got about a, t- a bunch of texts for people going Monahan for the bumper. So I I think Rick Bonus, no dummy. I think we're gonna see Monahan on PP one. And I was gonna ask you uh, as a special, real quick, um, uh, Crosby two points. What's the what's the odds on Crosby two points? Because goal or assist, whatever, whatever, you, whatever you, it counts points, right? You do not not assist points. What's the thing on Crosby two points? Because the Saravelli criticism, I think, may, definitely got to him, and he's always fought, he's one of those guys that's like Jordan. He'll make some shit up to to get to motivate him. So what what's what's the odds, Singsy? What do you get on the odds for Crosby plus? Two points there. You can unmute yourself and let me know. I'm just curious for you guys.
0: Uh, I can tell you too. Let's see. Player props. I got it.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, they don't have this it up is, yet. Let our let you're sorry, I caught you on the spot. Uh it's not live um, yet.
3: You might not be able to get it yet. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm just curious. Keep that in mind. Uh, and uh, let's move on to the caps Canadians the, I actually love the Habs in this at plus plus one forty. but, uh, if it's Charlie Lindgren, it's probably the caps, uh, just as a caps fan. Oops, sorry. I, I, did I, did I do that to you Rico? I don't think so. Anyway, you, uh, I could drop you too, man. You can just, uh, it's better for the screen. Uh, if you don't, if you just drop yourself, unless you're going to chime in, um, and I can put you back in if you need to go in or out, you guys can let me know um canadians are plus 140 uh road dog and the over under is 5.5 5. I-, I like the over after the all-star break and the caps only had wilson in the all-star game and everybody else is gonna be rested and coming off the kuznetsov news is interesting i, I think the caps will play motivated but i definitely like the canadians in this game um Singsey where at? Yeah. Plus 140,
0: Canadian's money line is way too tasty to give up. Yeah, I I like it too. I live here. I watch the Caps because I have to sometimes, and they just suck ass. They kind of had a nice little offensive surge there before the break. Yeah. But they are going to come out of this break as flat as flat can be. I mean, this is kind of a very relaxed team. They might kick it back up in gear in a couple of days, but for tomorrow night, Give me the Canadians. And that plus 140, that is super tasty.
1: Yeah, I like them too, Singsy. And the one thing I'll say about the Caps is they got a week, I think, to decide whether they're sellers or trying to make the playoffs. And I think this week is going to tell a lot. If they lose this game, you might start seeing Caps get traded, which a lot of fans called for last year and ended up netting us Ryan Leonard, which I can't complain about. Um, So I I would tell you, yeah, I'm with you 100% on this. But, you know, uh, I wonder what you can get for an OV goal-scoring prop. But he loves playing the Habs. So uh, he always picks points up against the Canadi- uh, Canadian teams. Um, and he's actually having a really good year in point scoring. Um, he's got a ton of assists. He's just not putting the puck in the net, but he did score in his last one. So um, what uh, what do you think, Occupancy Caps? uh? Habs.
2: I love, I'm with Singh though so, so, on the bus. Beard, I actually got a, a a take, a little bit of fact uh, for us here. I was listening to um, it's. Uh, I don't know if you know Jimmy Murphy. He's a nice guy's guy. He does a podcast. Uh, he does it with Pierre Maguire, you know, former big time NHLer uh, coach and everything. Anyway, we were talking about Ovi and, and his career and this and that, and he said, um, I, I pumped in the chat, I said, you know, if you could see Ovi going anywhere, if it's not going to end his career in, in Washington, where do you think he'd end it? First team they said was Montreal, uh, which was a surprise. And uh, he does love playing there. Um, It was just cool to hear a couple of their stories. So shout out to them too. Um, You know, but it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a, I don't know. Kind of i can't like, lie um,
1: I, as a diehard caps fan i would actually love to see OV skate for the habs it'd yeah. be cool
2: yeah uh, i mean i don't know if he would want to go but if he loves playing there why not i don't know but,
1: i think um, i think i could see like if if uh like a team's looking for depth scoring and they could move them and caps would have to retain a ton mm-hmm. uh you know, Toronto or Montreal. I could see them going to those towns in Canada. I could see the Rangers.
3: I could um, see the Rangers.
0: I
1: could, yeah. yeah. I th- you know LA maybe. LA? Like yeah. Uh, yeah. LA would be really interesting, actually. Like, hey, uh PLD, see you later. We'll trade them for O V, which would be which would be a terrible trade, but still, um, I, I doubt the Caps trade O V, but yeah, it would be cool. We'll see. I, I, you know, he's said that if he can't play top line, he doesn't want to play, so he may just retire. We'll, who knows? Um, Perlo, uh, did you get finish your take occupancy on, on the Habs?
2: No, I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm not going to jump in this with game. this one. To be a, nah, I'm okay. not. Perlo, go
3: ahead. Uh, I, you cannot take Montreal at plus 140. There. <laughs> you just got to take – you got to put a little bit on him anyways. Well, but I'll even go further. Just go for big juice because I think I agree with Cinzi 100% that Washington, those guys are out having a good time this summer. They always have been that type of team where they come in soft after breaks, even when they were at their best. So I don't think they're going to be any less so here. I'll take Montreal first period puck line which would probably be somewhere around plus 225, plus 230, something like that. I'm seeing a I plus like two, Montreal. Plus what can you get Montreal
1: in the second period? Because I think the Caps have been one of the worst second period teams too.
3: I'll, I'll keep it rolling in the second, maybe two. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I'll take it right now. I think Montreal has got a lot more heart in their own building than Washington's going to have heart to win in this game. So I'll take Montreal first period puck line at plus 240. I love that, I love that play, love, love, love. Probably my favorite puck line first period of the year right there.
1: Okay,
4: go ahead Rico. Yeah, well, you saw Tom Wilson get interviewed at the All Star Game too. Like, oh, how you joined it so far, and you know, any plans for this evening? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's nice to be here. I've sent it to you, and I was also nice to go for for a few beers at the boys. And that right on national TV. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, hey, man, yeah. I mean, Washington's going to be playing a lot of hockey here. They're at home against Montreal Tuesday, then at Florida Thursday, at Boston Saturday, at home against Vancouver Sunday, at home against the Appalachian Tuesday. Like, they got a nice little Yeah, play. they could
1: lose five in a row right there real freaking easy. And that's
4: – This couldn't, like, put New Jersey – Yeah, that's the, the season right career. there,
1: boys. I think if we lose three of five or four of five there – you see, GMBM Brian McClellan trade some shit. Um, I know I keep hearing Nick Dowd's name, and I don't think they're gonna trade Nick Dowd. But Mantha is a guy I think they could move. He's actually having a really good year for the Caps too, uh, and I think he would be a big fit. You know, Boston could use him. Throw him on the, you know, him one two punch with the powerful Mantha's been really good for the Caps this year. Surprisingly, he's finding his game. So,
4: yeah. A tough call. I'm off this one. If anything, I'll play a little bit of juice, like Perlis said, Montreal puck line first period. You never know. Like, either of these teams could come out, but Montreal on the road, St. Louis can have the boys going a little bit. What's the shot prop on Pacioretty?
1: I'd be interested. He's getting getting a lot of shots off on the power play. And uh, him and TJ Oshie have had some really good uh, –
2: uh, uh, Heavily, some really heavily good- juiced, minus 150, minus 160 for over two and a half.
1: Okay yeah 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 screw that then Dad. uh if you were getting plus money no what i'm saying like it's oh, this by the way
3: thing.
1: which means he's probably gonna hit three shots right montreal, that's, that's
3: i thought montreal was at home but i still stick with it because washington no it's in washington
1: back. yeah that's the last of the seven yeah,
3: o'clock i'll, game. I'll, I'll yeah. still take montreal because it's like a, a road game almost for washington anyways because everybody's had to come back home and get together and stuff, so I'll still take it. Montreal puck line.
1: Yeah, I mean they practiced today, so they've been back. But I got you. Um, everybody had different breaks. Okay, uh, that was the end of the seven Eastern times. Uh, the the next game, Cingzi's game, man. Avalanche versus Devils. Avalanche on a back to back. Not a not really a big road traveling. They they're going from New York City to yeah. the, the Rock. Um, This is a big game for the Devils, too, Singsy. I mean, like, uh, no favorites in this game, though. Like, both are minus 110. That's what I'm getting. Um, Again, these are the NHL's official lines. But I do have an over-under of 6.5. I'm going to tell you guys, before we go into these last games, I'm taking the under if I'm picking over-under at all. Every one of these games now, I think teams are playing tight. There's so many teams in contention. You're not going to see a bunch of blowout games. I think you're going to see more unders hit this second half. And I bet if we go back and look at the percentage, it's going to be a much higher rate of unders in the second half of the season just because everybody's fighting for their lives right now for position. And everybody knows, like, you want that number one spot in the West and because the eighth's probably going to be not the greatest team. You never know, though. Um, So I don't know how you guys feel, but, like, six and a half feels really high in this game. Colorado has not been a great road team, by the way. Let's not forget, this is not the Stanley Cup champions of two years ago. And they are missing a lot of depth. No, Nachushkin, obviously, Landis has missed another season. And then, you know, but I will say tonight, Zach Parise looked sharp um, with Joe. They got him playing with Johansson and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. And that's, you know. Joe Hanson had some good things to say at the intermission about him and his hockey sense and stuff. So anyway, Singzi, this is your thing. We brought you on for this whole reason. Talk some devils. Uh, we did do that earlier, but some devils gambling. I, I'm, I'm assuming uh, do you lay off your own team just so you enjoy the game more or do you do more prop stuff and make it more exciting? Oh yeah,
0: I'll have like 10 props on every devils game, you know, not big money just because I watch them so closely. Right. Um, yeah, the problem with the Devils right now is they're you know, they still really banged up. A couple guys are getting back. They limped into the break just playing some god-awful hockey. Captain Nico Heischer called the team out, <clears throat> basically said, you know, we want to make the playoffs. It's now or never. So right. there's a lot going on in this game. You got, like you said, you know, the abs on a back-to-back, went to overtime. The overtime didn't last long. Coming into the Devils game, who are – team that's desperate but gosh this year every time they try to play desperately it's cratered on them and they wind up playing like shit so i'm not going to touch the game in terms of who's going to win i don't trust the over underline i would lean to the over if someone you know put a knife to my throat so i'm going to be betting props um eric Halla's wife had a baby this weekend so i will be betting eric Halla anytime goal um yes. he is at Plus three hundred anytime goals. I'll put oh, nice! Talking. Um, I like these uh, kind of uh, you know milestone games for these guys. You know, I bet Nate oh, yeah. played his four hundredth game anytime goal. He hit it. You know, that was like plus seven hundred. Um, and then I like Jesper Bratt for um, a power play point at plus two ninety. So I'll probably have a couple more tomorrow. I'll post them on Twitter, or people can DM me. Jesper at Bratt me. at a at a point plus two ninety. Power, power play.
1: play. Oh, power, power play point, okay. I was going to say,
0: dude, Cincy, let me on you like 100 bucks on plus. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you ever <laughs> want to put anything in, dude, just just let me know. But, yeah, that one I like Brad, for a power play point. I think the uh, the abs, they play a pretty tight game. I think their legs are going to get you know, caught up to them probably halfway through the second period. So I would bet, again, my, my throat, I think the abs first period. Devils have per- first period problems. I probably put money in yeah. the puck line, but then the Devils will claw it back in the second period. And then it's anyone's game. Plus, you know, Nate Dogg's going to be all pissed off because they lost against the
1: Rangers, <laughs> yeah. right? So you're like, why can't we get an abs team that won in overtime? But Totally,
0: you
2: know, dude. Totally. To definitely
1: not making it easy for you, Singsy and your Devils, yep. my man. Go ahead, Occupancy.
2: Yeah, you know, over break uh, there were a lot of moves. You know, a lot of a lot of headliner moves. Um, but one uh, that didn't get talked about too much was uh, Colorado uh, dropping um, Prosvirtov, and he's no longer, I think, on the team. It was their backup goalie going into the year? Um, yeah. So that means right. Go ahead. So that means they're riding with Eustace Ananen, which uh, if you take a look at his game logs he's either letting in six or he's having a good game
1: um, so, <laughs> so, so you think, it, yeah because Bjorgie have played tonight right and they have got it yeah. they've got to start resting him i know chris McFarland has come out and said they are everybody fucking knows it too nobody wants to give them a goalie hot take was in here earlier spin doctoring trick like the, maybe that capitals trade kemper back i guarantee the caps would trade kemper back before they trade charlie lingard but anyway occupancy he'd be go great. ahead I mean,
2: kemper would be a great fit back in if, if they could swing well they blood. know him
1: and, and he's on a decent deal
2: Yeah. <laughs> so. um but you know over the course of the season you know i know we gotta run late here we got got a lot of games to get through and and you know no we, we have, have one more after this but yeah but um you know, again, we on out, the East Coast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to lay it out too too much. But um, no, they were talking about how uh maybe there's some mismanagement in Colorado and and they're playing Gorgiev too too much and and who who who's gonna? They don't win. have a choice. Well, I mean, they did. I mean, Prospitov was not terrible in my opinion. But um, anyway, this kid Eustis. Um, I don't know if he's it. And if you're giving me minus one ten with New Jersey. Kind of seems like a hold your nose and bet the the New Jersey money line tomorrow kind of thing. Um, It's probably where I'm going to end up uh, just because I I, I can't trust Eustace. Um, But as we know, um, Vanacek likes to let up a ton of goals as well. Um, So I I agree with Beer, what you're saying about the unders. um, But in this one, especially if Colorado didn't blow up like they could at any given night, um, and Hughes is back, right? Jackie's back uh, tomorrow night. No, he's yeah, no, not. Not back.
0: Jack Hughes is not. back. I don't back. think he'll play. He was in a oh, I thought he was, I thought he was skating. Yeah, he skated in a, in a non contact jersey. Oh, uh, okay. probably at least two to three games away. Maybe this weekend. We'll see.
2: You know, they, they need they need Timo Meyer to be who he was out west. And they need, you know, it's like it's like, come on, man. You get they give you all this money. I know he's battling some injuries, but it's like, come on at this point. Um, but uh I don't know. Uh, it's a tough game, um, but ultimately, if it's if it's Eustis getting the nod, I'm not going to bet Colorado.
1: Go ahead, Perlo.
3: Um, first of all, I'm going to take Miles Wood anytime goal. He played for New Jersey, was on the second line for Colorado, so I'm going to take that. Uh, he he's the next New Jersey player, so I think I'll probably get about plus. 300 or something like that for that. Um, I'm with occupancy on this one. Um, Ahunen is probably going to be a good goaltender, but you're talking about a guy on a back-to-back on a New Jersey team with rest who's got more legs. I'm not sold on this Colorado team. You can't play top-heavy through a whole season over and over and over again like that. Um, they've, They've got one line. Like, if you really look at it, they got one line and a great defenseman And, I mean, it's a fantastic line. It's an amazing line, and it'll get you a lot of wins. But if you're going to give me almost a pick him here in New Jersey, yeah, I'm probably going to lean towards that. I'm just probably going to lean towards that, yeah. And I would probably lean towards the over, too. I don't think New Jersey has the ability to shut Colorado down. Um, They they could try, but they're certainly not going to try right out of the gate. Um, like Singzi said, more than likely Colorado will be up one nothing in the first period because New Jersey is crap in the first period. So it wouldn't be a bad play to go Colorado first period and then bet New Jersey to win because Colorado's legs might fall off them a little bit. Just New Jersey's got good young legs and, and they're, they're not tired. So at the very least, they're going to run it up a little bit. So I would lean the over. I would lean New Jersey. And I agree with Singzi. I would take Colorado and I would take Wood to score a goal against his old team.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Miles Wood. Yeah, well, get us that Miles percentage. And uh we'll lay that out at the end of the show here. Rico, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I was thinking about that useless backup goalie prop as well, too, but also looking at what Singzi was saying as well with the uh Eric Hall Bump because being being at home, I think New Jersey's gonna load up that top line probably pull out. I think. Maybe he's sure, maybe Brad on that top line. So they might want to shut down the McKinnon line. They might have that assignment all night. So going with Halla, maybe with like a Toffoli or Mercer or something on the second line, I think he'd look for points with those guys tomorrow night. But even at uh, even at that total, I, I don't mind the over in that game. I might go a little, little back and forth. This is a rematch of the 2001 Stanley Cup final that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is so, yeah. yeah, man. I, I like the matchup. I like the matchup. New Jersey is going to be ready. I think the uh, Colorado gets their legs a little loose in in New York tonight.
1: It's a must for New Jersey. I think they yeah. gotta they gotta beat teams. And Colorado hasn't been that great on the road. So, um, uh, yeah. Well, let's I'm
4: do. Nigel Odds will probably play tomorrow night too, right? Doss, I think. Bad to check. Probably Vanja. Probably You think so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: let's try to force him to be the number one goalie. Because I like Dawes, but he's kind of still not not really ready, you know. I like Dawes. He's
1: been solid for them, right? Yeah. It sucks when you have to bring a guy up before you know he's ready. And that might be even the case with Nemich a little bit too, right? You're like, oh, this guy's going to be really, really good. But he's probably playing a little bit before you'd want him to. But then it shows you too, like how generational Luke Hughes is because he's playing and he's like 17. It's like, I mean, he's so young. Um, So crazy. Okay, we got one final game, uh, but we're going to skip it because nobody gives a shit about it. So um, uh, uh, Oilers at Golden Knights. Oilers will tie the record of the. Oh, I want them to beat the record because they're guaranteed not going to win the Stanley Cup if they pass. Pittsburgh, because what did Pittsburgh win that? uh, Stanley cup that year when they won 17 in a row, did they? Uh, no, they didn't. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens won. So we could have another Canadian team win so that, and it could be, it could be the Oilers. They could be the team. Um, uh, the gold Knights are plus, uh, one 24 home dog. I do like that. The gold Knights have had some time to get healthy and the over under is six. What do you got? Singsy?
0: Yeah, I think the streaks ends, man. I like I like Vegas tomorrow. I I was a little surprised at the numbers. Super Bowls there. Everybody's yeah, in town. Yeah, you know, a lot of Oilers, you know, traveled out to Toronto, and the, all the demands on McDavid and Drysyle's time, and it's just kind of like it just feels like I feels like the time for the streak to end is is here. And and look, that streak is as impressive as it is. They didn't beat you know a whole lot of. Uh, incredible teams there so, the knights, i agree yeah, with you 100 yeah the knights may not be the team they were last year but there's a lot of great pieces there i don't know yeah. the stars are aligning for me um this could you know at six i would probably take the over just because you know it's an even number so worst case scenario you know it's not going to be under six i don't think so i'm going to go over six i'm on the knights i think this could be an epic late night game which will Make me stay awake till 1 o'clock. Oh, I'm watching it. Oh, we'll be live.
1: We'll be live if you want to jump on. We're having a guest tomorrow, too, guys. I haven't announced that yet, but I'll tell you who it is after we're done. But go oh, ahead, Singsy. We'll be live for the game
0: for sure. Yeah, that's my bets. I'm sure I'll do some live props tomorrow, too. But uh, there's always some good shot and goals and you know goalie props on this would probably be interesting, too. But, uh, yeah, I like the nights tomorrow. Streak ends.
1: Yeah, and it never hurts to take defending cup champions at home, Super Bowl week. Uh, even though the, they are missing, Edmonton has no injuries of note, and they are missing Hutton, Eichel, Theodore, Bjornfoot, and Carrier. Pretty, I mean, Carrier, Eichel, Theodore. I mean, Theodore brutal. led the NHL and block shots last year at 273. The next person was like, like 190. So, a uh, really important player for them. When you, if the good thing for the Golden Knights is all these guys are going to get healthy come playoff time, and they're going to get them all back healthy, especially a guy like Theodore, and he won't have a whole season of wear on him. So that could be helpful. Uh, it would be like Ad and Carrier, same thing. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Oc, go ahead, occupancy. Uh, give us your spiel on Oilers Knights.
2: Yeah, and in the block shots department too, Martinez was a league leader. Uh, For a while there. So, I mean, they. I
1: think he's back now. He's not listed. I think he's back. So, that's good.
2: They really can uh, play defense. And Petrangelo can uh, get in there as well. You know, this game, um, I got to just look at the opening line. And kind of make my assessment on it that way. this opened up at a minus 125 for Edmonton. Um, So, all the Sharps who over the weekend set a bet in college basketball were waiting for the lines to open. And they grabbed a minus 125 with Edmonton. Um, I'm, I'm not going to pay a minus minus one fifty for it. I think the streak continues. I'm, I'm an Edmonton believer in, in McJesus, we trust. Um, I think he's a generational talent up in the ranks with, with everyone else. McKinnon, uh, Pasternak, Kucherov, you know, all these guys, I think McDavid's right there. I think he's going to get his cup eventually. I don't know if it's this year. Um, I think the streak, uh, continues and I, and I, believe they have a pretty easy route they're playing
1: yeah they're gonna win they're, they're gonna go to like 20 if they beat the vegas golden knights i think easily i think they're gonna get to like 20 but, wins
2: yeah, yeah but you know the, the chat and the podcast you know they, they want they want to hear winning bets so what i would do with this game i i think edmonton might not win uh the first period and they might go down early and you might be able to get uh, a nice plus price on the money line with them or even like a plus one and a half. I did that on New Year's Eve, um, doing some traveling with the family. And, I, you know, I had the game on, and uh, they, it was that game in L.A. Um, and I ended up cashing a plus two and a half Edmonton and, and the Edmonton money line that night, uh, which really helped. Um, so that's kind of how I would approach this one. No view on the total, but, but maybe you get a, a plus price with Edmonton and a plus one and a half uh, live if they go down early. That's how I would play it.
1: Pirlo, your 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 town, man, Edmonton. Do they do they extend the streak?
3: Um, I'm not sure if they extend the streak. Uh, I think it's going to be one hell of a battle here. I think it's going to be a great game. And I one, it's probably the first time tonight. I've disagreed with Singzi. I'm taking the under all day here. I'm taking the under all day here. The Oilers have been playing one three one fluid hockey all the way through you got hill and net looks like it's going to be hill uh i don't think vegas is going to want to why would vegas want to run and gun against the Oilers?
1: they won't I,
3: I can't see it so i see a playoff type match here i see like two one three one something yeah. whoever wins i don't wins. with that i could i could see either one of these teams winning um if you have if you gave me a lean I, w- I would go with occupancy and take the Oilers here because of the streak but i think vegas wants to end the streak just as much i think this is this is as close to a playoff game as you're going to find in the regular season i think it's going to be tight i think you could see a draw i could see the draw all day here i think you have to take the draw here and uh it's going to be one hell of a game I, I, it's going to be fun to watch yeah, yeah i'm like excited
1: it. It's definitely worth staying up for right, Singsy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last but not least,
4: Rico. It's going like? to be worth staying up for. I don't have a side on this. Remember last year in the playoffs, it was like the Oilers are getting power plays. That's how they were scoring. Vegas was a better five-on-five team. It's just like these teams have kind of reversed a little bit where Edmonton's tightened up a little bit better defensively lately. So. It's been yeah. nice to watch. But, you know, McDavid and Jaisal have been in Toronto last weekend. They're probably, you know, hanging out and everything and sending the PJ down to, to Vegas and being like, this is a business trip, boys. The, the conglomerate of media that are going to be down there for Super Bowl week is unbelievable. It's going to be the, a wicked There's going to
1: be so many football people that go to this game
4: Dude, because of what's be on the line. Yeah. What a perfect yeah,
1: time for it. It I is a perfect time going. for
4: the streak. I know. It's a perfect time to be in Vegas leading up the Super Bowl, having the oilers in town. So man, it's just tough to pick a side. I, I don't like Pearl said, I don't mind the under man. This thing might be just a battle, but skill's gonna take over. And if I had to take a side right now, I think it'd be Edmonton. But man, it's it's gonna be a hell of a game. I can't wait to stay up for it tomorrow. Night. I'm looking forward to this time right now tomorrow. Night.
1: Well, I Normally we would do final thoughts. I really appreciate Singsy coming on. It's two hours into the show. This is definitely a good time to end. I did want to say tomorrow we're having Jake Reiser from Big Bad Bees Pods on. He's part of the Fan First Sports yes. Network. I don't know Jake personally, but he's going to come on and talk some Bruins hockey tomorrow with us. Uh, and we'll do our whole betting stuff again. Uh, and it's we're just getting better. We're working really hard. Singsy, thank you so much for showing up, man. I appreciate you. You could you could hang out for a few minutes on the on the backside if you want. I'm going to end the show, uh, and I uh, appreciate everybody that showed out. We had a big, we had we had a pretty good show tonight, man. Things you brought in probably your second largest show. Uh, so I really appreciate it.
0: Um, and thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's you know this is like second time I've been on here. I love you guys, what you're doing, and you know it's appreciative, and you know there's all kinds of great hockey pods and gambling shows when you've got this awesome community and just to be a small part of what you do is, is awesome so thank you so much
1: oh, i really appreciate it man thank you so much man thanks for coming on uh thanks to all you guys peace we're out